Welcome to Super Fight Freak Podcast. It's me, it's your boy, the H-Town Hitler, and I'm joined by my guy, D-Raz, the Chinatown coon, a.k.a. the Frampton faggot, D-Raz. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing really good. How are you? Doing good, man. Never better. Uh, I feel like it's been, I don't know, two, three weeks since we've done an episode. I don't think we got to talk about Spence for Zugas. I'm not sure if we're going to. I don't think we got to talk about, we definitely didn't talk about Theory versus Nganu or whoever he just fought. Probably not going to talk a lot about that. What else have we missed? What else has happened? Uh, no, that's last? all that happened. We're getting more consistent with it. You did, you know, I'll say this about that. Spence Wasn't there Zugas. a big UFC that just happened? I think it was Bilal Muhammad versus Vicente uh, Luque. Certainly not a big fun. UFC. Oh, uh, no. Okay. So we caught the last big one. All right. I think, I, I mean, I could be wrong. No, I, ju- right. I just looked. I just looked. Yeah, there's one coming up. Uh, but uh, no, what I was going to say was you uh, disrespected Spence and Ugas and, uh, particularly Spence, you seem to disrespect him a lot. Yeah. I don't know. That was a good fight, man. We noticed they called him by his first name. I didn't say Bobo versus Obo. I didn't. I did call him Spence this time. Uh, He has earned that much with me. I think now, me and him, it's no longer on site. If I see him all for a handshake, Uh, maybe not a handshake, but I'm not going to. You'll head at least a head nod. Maybe not even that, but I'm not going to attack. I'm not going to spit on him. I'm not going to do anything like that anymore. Uh, That's all done. It's probably in your best interest not to. Oh, uh, yeah, because I'll go to jail for whooping his ass. <laughs> I uh, like to envision a scenario where you get your ass kicked in and you still go to jail. <laughs> like you both get taken in jail because of there was a it was a you know the fracas of it. Like you guys are knocking over tables and shit, so you can both go to jail. <laughs> but clearly, one person that was getting there got the better of them. Yeah, well, the I mean, somebody somebody is gonna win. Um, yeah, yeah, sure. But yeah, okay. So, so let me get started here. We're talking a little bit about boxing. Uh, we we're kind of talking about what just happened. So let's get into it. Let's let's get our uh, let's, let's get our beaks wet, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, let's get this going, man. So Mike Tyson, you know, he has a podcast. It's called like what is it called? Tyson four twenty or Tyson Weed or with Mike Tyson or something? Yeah, yeah. Speaking of the mic, so hot boxing with Mike Tyson. Yeah, yes. It it's it's about weed and boxing, basically. Oh, can can you give me a yeah. pause? All right, yeah. So as I was saying, uh, and for the freaks out there, I want to peek behind the curtain. That was the rest. He's just getting scolded by uh, his father for um, not trying hard in his boxing and uh, injuring himself always. Uh, well, it's not called. I don't injure myself. I get. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm subject to injuries. It's just very. I don't know. I think Drez does intentionally break a little bone or something <laughs> so he doesn't have to go through with this anymore uh well, I, I, never worked, you know how, like a lot of AEW wrestlers they sawdust themselves in the ring for a match the rest the sawdust himself at home on with the if the intention of injuring himself to, yeah, you <laughs> caught me before burning myself on the stove he's burned to... himself he's held his breath till he passed out he's <laughs> and, and that didn't even do nothing uh yeah, that's the ironic part it's never i've never missed any time for any of these injuries so it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 uh so, so yeah so there's a show mike tyson called getting high with weed or you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it combines tyson and weed or whatever so i guess since henry cejudo is getting back into the game or i don't know what happened but he, he doesn't appear to be the co-host anymore for mike tyson mike tyson has an actual jogger in his place it's i don't know so who- weird to begin with that, that was such a weird friendship in my opinion yeah but at least cejudo could speak coherently yeah. You know, and he kind of was aware that Tyson was almost comatose and he could kind of continue the conversation in place of him, you know. But yeah. now you got this brain dead jogger who's the co-host. I don't know who he is or, or what a claim he oh, has. I hate those type of people. And I'm not saying it because of the race, which you are, but I'm saying I hate those type of people like uh, 
that just agree. Oh, you right, you right, Mike. Man, that crazy. That's so interesting, Mike. That that type. Have of you shit. seen this new guy? This new coach? No, I know what you're talking about. I okay. Assume, I was like, hoping you knew who he wrong? was. Uh, What's his name? I, I don't know who it is. Just I, I don't know. Jogger number three or Jogger forty two or okay. Jogger Air Force <laughs> One, whatever edition this is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So so, anyways, he's there, and I I guess it, this was literally like the four twenty episode, right? Big fucking deal for Mike Tyson. He's fifty four. He still gets hyped for four twenty. You know, like a sixteen yeah. year old. Um. So he does like a double podcast day. He goes over to Joe Rogan's house or ranch or wherever the fuck Joe Rogan does his podcast. They do a four hour podcast. And then yeah. he goes up into the weed farm or whatever that Mike Tyson has. And they do another four hours. So, you know, it's not going to be good. You can't do two back to back podcasts. What the fuck are you going to talk about? Yeah. So, so anyways, it's I mean, I, I haven't really seen Joe Rogan do anybody else's podcast or that's very rare. So it's kind of a big deal, right? It's kind of a big get for your show. If you got yeah. Joe Rogan on as a guest. I don't think he does other podcasts, really, does he? Do you see that not, out there not, all not, the time? No, I've not seen that. Yeah. So uh, anyways, Joe Rogan sits down and they're kind of like introducing themselves. And then so they give the floor to this jogger, this co-host. And I'm just I'm so sick and tired of this question. I'm so sick and tired of this topic. It's 2022. OK, you already know what he's going to say. You already know what's going to be said in reply. Just stop it. Here's what the jogger said. Hey. Man, what you think? What you think about cancel culture? Hey, Joe, what you think about cancel culture, Joe? Oh, I thought he was gonna say what you think about George Floyd. No, <laughs> no, no good. about cancel culture. I'm pretty sure if you type in Joe Rogan cancel culture, you can probably get about 44 hours uh, uh, worth of footage worth on YouTube. Content. He's talked about it with everybody ad nauseum. Uh, with every kind of guest from every fucking angle, I already know what Joe's gonna say. I already know what you're gonna say in return. Like, and there's and, and that's the thing with these. There's drivers. a chase variant. Sometimes Joe will say the opposite of what he said the first time. He's got some chase variants out there, so you got to listen to all the content, and you'll yeah every every eleventh hour, fourteenth hour of content, you'll stumble across him. Yeah, uh, a rare, a rare Rogan, a, rare appears, a wild Rogan, Rogan should have yeah. been canceled or agreeing when some people should be canceled because some 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 things are just too far. And I'm, I don't want to blame the joggers for this, but I do see it a lot in their podcast that they think just simply saying a word that is supposed to evoke discussion is the discussion in of itself. I'm not going to say who, but we know a guy uh, that was in our at, at least uh, one or two circles away from us of separation. He had a show. Oh, and yeah, you, you already know who I'm word. talking about. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And that's exactly how his show would go. He would he all of his topics were basically uh, what you think about cancel culture, man. What you think about trying to cancel people, you know? And then they think they're having this spiritual lyrical conversation, but it's the uh, same fucking conversation everybody's even stopped having because it's been had so much for four years now. Um, yeah. That just pissed me off that you had this. That was your opportunity, Joe Rogan, as a guest on your stupid show. What is the first question you want to ask? Man, what you think about cancel culture? Yeah, are you like fucking kidding me? Uh, you know what's funny? I've come full circle on cancel culture. I do think we should be canceling people, just not the people we've been canceling. I think we should be killing people. I think the state yeah. should but be. You, you originally weren't for it, right? You're against cancel culture. Yeah, were, and I, at some I, point you were a proponent of free speech, weren't you? Um, I yeah, I still am. Well, I guess I'm not anymore. I'm uh. Yeah, I'm no longer uh, a free speech advocate, but not in the way that you that I guess most people are. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I've come yeah. full circle as well. I'm no longer free now. I don't think 
There's a lot. Of, yeah, uh, I've now do think we should cancel certain people, but no, know. I think no. Beyond canceling, that doesn't matter. I like I said, I think the state should be carrying out executions. Um, of but that's a, you could you could argue that's a type of canceling. Yeah. Okay. Fine. I'll, I'll, I'll agree that that is a, a, a type of, of cancel culture. And I and I agree with you. I, w- I would want to kill these people as well. But it's yeah. not. It's the people that have been. Ironically, the ones that I want to get canceled or killed, I have not been canceled or killed yet. I think for me, it's, it's going beyond that. It's going to anybody who just says something just stupid, or that I are that I disagree with. You know, like my or right now, the first people to be boxing journalists, wrestling oh, journalists. Know. Dave Meltzer, David Bixen, Spain, Eli Secback. That would be the first round. Yeah, I actually really like that. What's great is I could do that and nobody would even really know. There'd be like a couple hundred people on Twitter uh, trying to get a hashtag started over it. Yeah, it's all just bots anyway. So, yeah. Make sure you're speaking in the mic. You're coming in pretty low. Oh, yeah. It's all just bots anyway. So, uh, so, so that that's something I wanted to say, D-Rass. I, I know you got a laundry list of topics this week that you know uh-huh. that you've been. Uh, look, you you called me up and said you wanted to do the show. So, what's weighing on you, D-Rass? What's keeping you up at night? I want to bring that up to you. That's another thing about the show. Uh, we're always one or two, you know, things away from canceling the whole show. Yes, and oftentimes in between the breaks that we don't have the show, or uh, even when we're doing what seems to be on a regular basis, once the show ends. To me and Hitler, that's the end of the show, and, and that's the last. So it usually has to start with me calling him or him calling me like, hey, you want to give it another shot? You want to come out of retirement? And that's what I did today. I called him today and said, hey, you know, do you want to do this or not? You want to try this again? And yeah. here we are starting again, and, and, and we're going to see. Yeah, I will say that we do pretty much end every show. When I say peace out, bye, to me, that's for life. That means I'm stepping away from the game. This yeah. is done. This is the last episode. Well, I'm retiring on top, yeah. Yeah. We don't maybe vocalize that. But to us, that that's what we that's what we've always taken it to be. I think the freaks know that. I think they get that as well. And then I think they also kind of unilaterally know that oh, well, when they see the, the the tides are changing, they see the sun is setting. They kind of a uh, yeah. Oh, I bet the free. I bet they're coming back with another video when they see things. Certain things happen. I'm sure they're yeah. Like, I think oh. we all perk up at around the same time. That kind of yeah. we can all. They don't want to hear another video until we probably make another one. That yeah. it wasn't. They, they know it wasn't even time. And, and and I definitely think that's the thing. I think the listeners of this show. Every time we finish an episode, they're like, okay, well, this is done. You know, this is past the expiration date. That yeah. door is closed. I've heard. Know? Yeah, I've heard everything I need to hear. Um, I'm going to move on. I'm and, ready and to act nothing. on their orders. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, okay, so, so, so D-Rez, what, what's next on that laundry list? So what, what did you have to say, man? Well, I don't know where my phone is. Uh, I, there's a lot of things I've been wanting to say, but, you know, uh, you want me to start on something negative or start on something positive? I don't know. Was our last topic, was it negative or positive? Uh, I don't know. You just kind of talk shit about Mike Tyson. Okay, give me something positive then. All right. um, Well, we're getting, we're we're all, I don't know if you're aware of this. Yeah. But we're we're all going to be treated to something truly special. We've spoken about this person multiple times. Can't wait. We've spoken about them multiple times on the podcast. Who do you think is an MMA legend? Who's probably the number one MMA fighter in the world that you think? Is a legend that we Andre Arlovsky. Andre Arlovsky, baby. Well, he's coming back. And uh, <laughs> I, gotta... I, I fucking knew it, dude. I looked at the schedule tonight when we were talking <laughs> about doing a show, and I looked at the UFC schedule. What's got D Raz perked up? And then I saw on the main card, I, I saw his guy, our guy, uh, uh, Andre Arlovsky. And, and I said, dude, I, I, in a way, I want to go into a 20 minute tangent about Andre Arlovsky and talk about his career. And then another way, I don't. I'm sick three, of it. Just just from 2005 to 2008, we don't need to go anything 
before or after. Well, that's the same era we always talk about. <laughs> well, that's, that's the point. That's his initial title run, like right before, <laughs> right after. Um, okay. <laughs> what I like about doing that is I don't know anything about Andre Arlovsky. So even after our, our now hours of conversation, Arlovsky, you still don't know anything about him. Well, the thing is, I don't know enough to recite it. I just, I'm the one. It's funny that, and that's why I think the show. Works and I don't here. think you need to know enough to recite it. I don't think that's important for any. Thing. Well, well, no. What I'm saying is the reason the show works, and maybe you're missing this. And let me tell you, is can you I, recite? Can you recite the Bill of Rights? Uh, no. I think that's a better. I think you need to focus on that more than that's reciting my thoughts. The Bill of Rights <laughs> on Aunt I, I don't. I don't think that's a concern for anybody. The Bill of but. Rights is the ten, the first ten, right? Yeah, it's it's actually the the second. It's the second ten. Is it really? No, I just go on. Yeah, so Andre Arlovsky. Well, no, what, 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 like, what, what did you want to memorize? I about? like talking about Andre. I want to talk about Andre Arlovsky, and you're the one who has to talk about him yeah. because I don't know anything about it. So that's why I'm saying it works because yeah. I have the desire, and you actually have the what, Is there something specific this time about Andre? Okay, I get it. 2005, 2007. That's what we usually talk about. Is there okay, anything more well, specific? No, I'm just saying he's coming back. He's fighting again. Yeah. Uh, he's fighting uh, Collalier. And I don't know the man. I'll say physically, he still looks pretty good. You know, he's still a handsome guy. He's still you know, pretty he's much good. got it together. Yeah, he's a good-looking guy. Uh, so, look, if he wins this fight, which he is a slight favorite, are you going to put one else? He's at minus 135. Okay. And the other guy's plus 115. So, wow. that's a 50-50 fight. So, you got to give him a lot of props for taking. Uh, well, these aren't 50-50 fights because the opponent is dangerous. These are 50-50 fights. <laughs> Because neither is heralded or heralded, as you once corrected me. Neither fighter is heralded to any degree. That's why they're 50 50 fights. You would name someone Harold, not Harold. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like your, like your, your pro debut, we, you know, we put the link up before. We're going to put it up on this episode too. But D Rez made his pro debut. That was a 50 50 fight before it happened. And it wasn't because the guy was dangerous, it was because both of you are, are not heralded. So you're seeing in the same vein that you don't think Andre Lovsky's heralded? At this point, no. You know, it's the same well, if Riddick Bowe were to come back and have a fight. I, I don't think he is heralded anymore either. Well, I'll tell you this. The, Andre Lovsky, uh, if he wins this fight, it'll be four wins in a row. No, because be well, he lost his last fight. No, he won his last fight, shithead. What, what, what are Did you he? Talking about? He's won three fights in a row. All right, all right. He lost his last fight he lost was over a year ago, and it was to one Tom Aspinall. Okay, all right, all right. And if you you saw that fight, didn't you? I saw. Uh, that. yeah, yeah. He got choked he out almost, or something. But he almost knocked out Tom Aspinall, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. All right. Him up for a second. So anyway, point is, currently he's won four of his last five. If he wins this one, it'll be five of his last six, four in a row. Yeah, we get how the yeah. fucking numbers work. <laughs> okay. Well, can I can I say the point that I wanted? I've been well, please. This is the whole reason we're doing the show is for this, and you're kind of disrespecting the guy. Uh. If he wins this fight and he wins in convincing fashion, do you think a title shot's in order? Uh, yes, I do think a title shot is in order. Um, uh, yeah, but, yeah. Let him. Who's the champion? Uh, Nagano. Yeah, everybody's been wanting to see that rematch. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, everybody's wanting to see that rematch. Um, yeah, why not? Uh, who, who else is going to fight? Tai Tuivasa. He's going to fight. Who, who's this other? Oh, he's going to fight Cyril Gain, it looks like, in Australia. Um, I, I think a lot of people like to see a rematch between Tuivasa and Orlovsky as well. So, yeah, I, I think um, either a title shot or the winner of Gone versus um, whoever the fuck. Well, that, he wouldn't. Or just do another rematch of Aspinall. 
I think I think Andre Lovsky for the remainder of this contract. I think he has twelve fights left. Um, I think it should be all top five opponents. Oh man, I don't know. Well, listen, do you, so you do you fancy him to win this fight? Uh, yeah, tomorrow? I think he's going to win my convincing, convincing but sluggish three round decision. Yeah, I think he is too, and I'm not joking. I think he is too. Kind of reminds me of like I, I think Arlovsky reminds me of that that Mitsubishi Eclipse they used to have, where it's like I know it should be able to get to work. <laughs> and I, I, you know, I, I won't exactly be surprised if I make it to work, but I, but I won't be surprised if I'm, you know, calling AAA in about 15 minutes either. You know, there's smoke coming from the fucking engine. Uh, so, so yeah, I, th- I think that's where he's at. I think he's in the later, that kind of last portion of the eclipse I had. Yeah. Okay. That's the reason. Dude, you know he's gonna get. He's making fucking. Fun. And I love that eclipse. You know I did. Yeah, and I loved it too. As leather uh, seats. You know- what did you say? With leather seats. There's a sunroof on that thing. The bucket seats. Yeah, there's a nice bucket yeah. seat. Yeah, you know he's making like $450,000 for this fight, too, which is crazy. What do you think? Is, you want to take a guess at his overall record? Uh, If I had a guess, I'd say 33 wins, 20 defeats, uh, and two uh-huh. no contests. I don't know about no contests, but it is 30. He's 33 and 20. Yep. No, I was looking right at it. But um, uh, yeah, yeah, no, but uh, so he's gonna be making four hundred fifty thousand dollars or thereabouts for this fight. I mean, good, I'm, good. I think I think he's got a title shot. What do you think his best fight was? What do you think when he was in his peak? Now I know this is the eclipse, Andre. I'm not talking about. So don't, don't think I'm talking about that because I'm not. I'm talking about what do you think was the legend? What was his best time? You think for him? Or you think it is now? What do you think? Tim, no, I think it was Tim Sylvia the first fight. That was his peak. You think? Yeah. Well, you have to, you know, you hate him or love him. Kind of say, you know, seem you've seemed pretty hostile towards him. Uh, I'm just sick. Of, I'm sick of him. Okay. Uh, not that I don't like him. You know, like, you know, if you lived with your father right now, if you moved in with him, you <laughs> love him. But in about three weeks, you'd be sick of him. Well, listen, all I'm saying is for that many years. All right, I'm moving. I'm we, we are. Can I say, can I say the last sentence, please? please. One sentence done. The last fucking sentence. It's impressive that he's been able, if his peak was, as you say, you know, uh, 17 years ago 2005 or whatever uh it's pretty crazy he's been able to make it this long i don't know is it impressive when you when you bought a uh jar of sauerkraut kraut and you've had it in the fridge for 12 years is that impressive that it's, it's that the, it hasn't exploded or something and it still exists is that impressive <laughs> no. that it's just there um no. okay i mean i don't know i and this is my last question for you about it uh do you think he's going to uh you, you're rooting for him right you're rooting for him yeah, I really want to see him get to 34 and 20. All right, cool. All right, that's that's it. Uh, we're rooting for, and I'll say I'm rooting for Andre. And I, I'm, I know I'm, I'm coming off as hostile. He is our guy. Uh, I do like him. And you um, know what? I may even lay a little bit of money on him. So. All right. Um, I'm going to move it along. Uh, so so Ali Bobo, he's the manager for Usman. And mm-hmm. um, so he criticized on, on Twitter. He criticized Canelo for fighting guys. Um, and I guess he was talking about Bivol specifically. You know, he's going after B. I don't know if Bivol is going to hear about this, but yeah, Ali Bobo um, is is criticizing Canelo for fighting guys with a uh, five thousand Instagram followers. Uh, so, so when I read that, there's a lot of yeah, different that's, angles. That's where we're, that's where we're at in, in this the day and age. That that's exactly what I wrote. I, I, here's my question to you: Is this what we're up against, D. Raz? Uh, what think? What think? Uh, this uh, actually segues into a lot of the hateful topics that I asked you to be, and now you remember. And for those who think I'm lying about this, they can they can rewind it and go back and clip it. And we might even put a link for this time. You remember in the beginning, I said uh, I didn't. You know, you want me to start with something positive or negative? You did. You gave us a choice. 
Yeah, and so this was actually segues into a lot of the negative things I want to talk about because I've been dealing with a lot of that uh, too myself. Yeah, this is uh, where we're at in today's society, and it's uh, I don't know what I don't know what to do. You know, I refuse uh, for my own career. Uh, you know, I, I battled that a lot. I, I don't I don't want to start a Twitter account or an Instagram account or a Facebook page. You're also refusing to get down to a reasonable weight or to. <laughs> Uh, well, to train hard, a lot of other things too. Well, you gotta ask yourself, would Stone Cold do something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Yeah. And, and, no, the answer is no, and that, that's kind of the whole point. Oh, would he not try hard? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> or would he try hard? Think, okay. Do you think Stone Cold? The I'm not talking about Steve Austin, the person. I'm talking yeah. about Stone Cold Steve Austin, the, the the professional wrestler. Do you think he worked hard and and he and he, he was he worked hard for his things, or do you think he just kicked ass normal just from just being himself? I, I think he gives this aura of kicking ass and being himself, but I, I think he also did work hard. Uh, Is it implied? I think one fueled hard? the other. I don't think it was one completely independent of the other. I think that's okay. more of like a Brooklyn brawler type. I think that's more of like a, um, um okay. yeah, I think that's, I think there no, are no, guys no. like that, but not stone cold. And I'm asking this because I wasn't really alive around this time, but you're saying it was implied that behind the scenes he was a hard, he was working hard. To get yeah, that. it was implied that one kind of fueled the other. I don't, th- I don't think most of the fans when they were holding up their Stone Cold signs, I don't think they were holding up signs thinking this is a guy who doesn't work hard, <laughs> he doesn't try hard. You know, I don't think like Brooklyn Brawler, that kind of guy. I think that was a guy like he's not working hard, he's just here to kick ass. Terry Funk in like 2003, I think mm-hmm. the perception was it's not a guy who's working hard. This guy's here to kick ass. You know. Okay. Um, All right. Well, then I stand corrected on that one. And that, I guess, well, you know. Uh, so, so, what do you think about that, that, that Usman comment? Do you have anything more to say that Ali Bobo make that comment? No, he, I mean, that's he's for, criticizing that's, not for the caliber of opponent, but how dare he fight Tony with only five. Well, yeah. Why doesn't he fight? Followers? He should fight Elon Musk or he should fight uh, <laughs> Donald Trump. I mean, he should fight those. Yeah. They have a lots of Instagram followers. I mean, that's solid logic by the Ali. I mean, that's my, how many followers does Ali have? He should fight the Ali guy. He probably has more than five. Yeah, Ali probably has more than Dimitri Breville. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He probably has more than five thousand, so he should fight him. I mean, that, that that's a solid logic. I don't know why Canelo doesn't fight. Who's that new famous YouTuber, fucking Dexter Faggot or whatever? Who no, it's the guy who does the um. He has all those like videos on um that he made of like Nickelodeon. Oh yeah, like, Fred. Fred. Yeah, Fred. Flintstone or whatever. Uh, Fred. What's his name? Fred. Uh, Fred. Fred I, I think Fred is right. He's like just orange. Fred. He didn't have just one name, right? Fred. I don't know exactly, but that guy. Yeah, yeah. Why doesn't he fight the Fred guy? That's the original probably got a trillion YouTube subscribers or whatever. Fuck. So yeah, I don't get the logic on that. But no, that's where we are, man. I, I've been watching. Um, you know, I, I uh, even with my own personal and professional professional frustrations, uh, put those aside. You know, I try to get excited for boxing. It's the it's the stuff we you know I do it twenty four seven. So I try to get excited for it. I don't know when's the last time you've watched a 24-7 or an all-access. It's legitimately been years, I think. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And maybe, I was thinking, maybe it's it's one of two things. Either they were better, like, produced back. It's a few things. It could be, and you can tell me what you think. Maybe they were better produced back then. Maybe the people were better characters. Maybe Floyd Mayweather and Ricky Hatton were better stories. Because I remember watching those and being very excited, you know. For yeah, a those lot were of sick. Yeah, yeah. And I was, maybe those guys were just better personalities. Maybe it's better produced, or maybe I'm just older and I'm in the business, so I'm much more cynical about it now because I feel like, oh, that should be me, or something to that degree. I, I'm not ruling that out, but I watched some ta- – there's there's a big fight coming up. I don't even know if we want to give it any airtime. I don't want any of the freaks 
I don't even know if I want them to watch. Well, we were being negative. Let's be positive. Let's give somebody our platform for a second. We are selfless. We are charitable. Let's see it. Who are we talking about? There's a big fight coming up t- tomorrow to Oscar Valdez versus Shakur Stevenson. Are you going to watch that fight? <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that, let me tell you something. You live no. in Las Vegas, Nevada, and you go to a boxing gym, uh, or at least the one I go to, that's been all the talk. For a long time that's been the talk of the town i find that hard to believe oh well you, you, uh, it's i'm telling you man that's all anyone i'm talks. not calling you a liar i find in it hard gym, to believe i'm it. not talking about in the city or at the school at unlv or at the supermarket none of that shit i'm not saying you'll see a poster of it anywhere because you would never yeah you will never ever see a poster of it anywhere yeah other than on the building in which it happens to be taking place you will see that maybe and not even a poster to be one of those digital scroll be on for a few seconds and then it'll flip to you know something else, some ballet or some shit. Yeah, cinnamon toast crunch is a dollar forty nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it'll be, be they they don't pay for the full bill, billboard. They'll pay for three seconds every thirty minutes of the bill. I guess it's cheaper. I guess if you divvy it up that way, it's <laughs> smart. <laughs> yeah, it's really smart. But uh, anyway, so that fight's happening, and I, I for some reason you know YouTube the algorithm's all fucked up. Uh, because I've been telling you, I tell you, I watch a lot of that old boxing, classic boxing. YouTube thinks that I want to watch uh, the 24-7s of these fights and then and the happenings, right? Yeah. And so it, it, it suggested to me that whatever top-ranking ESPN's version of all – and they're getting worse and worse. And it used to be called 24-7. That's a great name, great production. Then it was for Showtime to change it, and it's, now it's all access. It's a little bit worse, but that'll work. And now it's called, you know – uh, fucking toppering in between the ropes or, you know, in be- you know, basically it might as well be called two guys kissing. It's fucking gay. Uh, they have the uh, 24-7 of the Shakur Stevenson. Val- and it, it was literally, I watched it. The whole thing was only like 11 minutes long and my blood was boiling by the end of it. I mean, it was, it was more than go home heat. It was, I want, I mean, I would, <laughs> I want to do terror. I want to do terror. These are terroristic threats. I have literally, I'm serious. I had feelings in my heart. Actual things are that I wanted to. I wanted to kill these people with with a gun. You know, I, I would be willing to you know kill these people and go to prison. That's the type of heat they were getting. It wasn't go home heat. It wasn't I can't wait to see these fights. Oh, I hope this guy beats that guy. It was you know uh, wow. I want all and they they. What's cool about this one is they give the rub to the undercard. And you know there, there's probably not a more despicable class of human beings probably oh, than boxers who box on the undercards of big shows. Yeah, you know they're just fighting lower level talents and. You know, you know, and that that's like, you know, that, that's like nothing uh, competitive, nothing intriguing, uh, but no, but they have the ego still. I mean, that's yeah, like yeah. Guns and Roses on their very first show when they performed for three people, they still were treating people like dog shit and had the ego that they were, you know, some multi-platinum, you know what I'm saying? It, yeah. it, it, it's completely backwards. So there's no lower, probably no lower form of a human being than that. And so this show, well, I think probably- the difference with like, you know, you brought up the, um, those rock bands and you're right you know they did act like rock stars long before they were but it's kind of one of those fake it till you make it and if i say i am i am kind of things we're here it's kind of like uh fake it but never try or or, or fake it and never make it you know it's kind of like it, it's the opposite it's the fake part well, no, I, be- I believe that the, and I, I could be wrong i'm sure that the guns and roses and the queens and those bands of those, those times they were happy for the show, I'm sure they were they enjoyed what they were doing and they, they yeah. were happy to perform at the Goose Lodge in front of 20 people. I'm sure 
yeah, they fake it till they make it. And we're going to, yeah, exactly. I'm going to give them a hell of a show. I'm not going to drag my feet on stage and pout with a pouted face. <laughs> yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to perform my ass off. Don't you think that's what they were doing? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. That's not, yeah, that's not what's happening here. This is eyes rolling. I'm not going to take off my sweatpants until for the show. And, and, and that's what I think. That's what, that's what gets me. I'm getting, honestly talking about it. I'm, I'm, I'm getting the flash that I want to, I really want to fucking kill. I want to show up. I want to buy a ticket to this show, have yeah. a handgun in my fucking pocket and pull walk up to the ring. The security says, Hey, and I pull out a gun and I, and I execute these people. I'm getting those feelings again. The just people, the fans, the family, the, secu- the promoters, the secu- yeah, everyone involved. Bob Arams, I, I'm gonna, I, you know, shoot him in the foot. He's not many. He's not far off of a death anyway. But uh, we need to speed this up. Uh, no, uh, so they have those personalities that we're talking about that you seem to be. You, you know what you're talking about. That these guys, top ranking ESPN for some reason, they're showcasing this. Thinking that this is gonna, I don't know what they think this is gonna get them. Over. Was it intriguing at all? Were the guys? No, no, this is yeah. what I'm talking. It's the, what we're talking about. It's the eyes rolling. Yeah. I couldn't care less. Uh, and get, get get beyond the main event people because the main event people, it's the same thing. It's disgusting. Shakur Stevenson says, you know, the, but you can barely understand him. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he, you know, couldn't be. Bo- He's such a good boxer. I'm supposed to respect him. But he couldn't be bothered to graduate eighth grade English, so I, I don't know why I'm supposed to. This is someone I'm supposed to look up to. He's a fucking idiot. It was easy to look up to Muhammad Ali. Fight, he was a great boxer. And I don't think anyone thought he was an idiot. You know, but uh, this guy. And you got to think with the, the Mayweather versus Hatton. Whether you're talking about if it was a sham of, of a fight, if it was this, if it was that, it was two guys that were already proven, that already kind of had Hall of Fame careers. Had they stopped there, you know. Um, they were already mature in their boxing careers. Right now, it's just the opposite. And uh, yeah, so this it's, it's, is the first time we're ever going to say this. Is the first time a lot of people are going to be exposed to you, or at least the, the, you're going to be pushed as the general public. You're headlining some big show or whatever. I'm not saying this is their first main event or even their first world title because it's not for either of these guys. But that doesn't mean what it used to mean in boxing. Like if someone was a three-time world champion in, in 1988, they were probably pretty good. Uh, and pr- probably well known to the public by this point and that's not the case here but anyway no. so they're, they're they're you know they're behaving like these guys this is they, they are behaving like this is muhammad ali versus joe frazier <laughs> and that's what they're being told that's how it's being built that the, you know this is a once in a lifetime this is hat and mayweather this is uh, the, you know this is a once in a lifetime affair and it certainly isn't it's a you know this is a can't miss this is this is in my opinion this is a must miss but uh, it really is. It's a must. Miss. Yeah, it is a must miss. I, I mean, look, I know I've said these types of things and I know people out there, you're going to say that's hyperbole. No H-Town. If they were fighting outside of your window, you you would look, you would watch. I'm looking you dead in the eye uh, without an ounce of remorse, knowing I'm being true to myself, knowing I'm being true to my heart and, and, and knowing I am being me right now. And there there is no filter. OK, I'm pulling back the curtains. You look into who made me rich when I tell you this. Uh-huh. No, I would not. <laughs> I would oh, not. I, 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 I would not. If I was going out to my car and I was outside and they're fighting near my car, I'll say, hey, hey, hey. you know, like kind of like get out, get out from here. I would not watch the fight. I would grab whatever I needed from my car. I would go back inside. Yeah. No, yeah. No, I mean, it, and I feel the same way. I'm probably if I, I, feel- if, I, if I was sitting outside making a phone call, just sitting on the porch. <laughs> and the fight was going on two, 10 feet away from me. Announcements and everything. They got the ring set up. They got the ring. I, I wouldn't even give them so much as a passing glance. No, I agree with you. And that's the proper reaction. That's what I'm saying. This is a must miss. 
I feel obligated to watch it. I'm in the business. If, if I was in the waiting room of like a hospital or, or something and, and I knew I was going to be there for an hour in, in the waiting room and the chair I, I was looking at, you know, there, there's nothing. I can't even see the TV. All I see is the ring in front of me. When I look at the ring or when I shift the chair a little bit sideways and look at the wall, I'm being 100 <laughs> percent honest with you. I'm being transparent. OK, you yeah, looking no. at who made me rich. I'd look at the fucking wall. <laughs> like and I and I would and I would look at the wall for a smile because I know I'm making the right choice. <laughs> There's been YouTube ads that I've been more inclined to watch that yeah. have literally. I'm talking. I watched this whole documentary, this whole 24/7, the in between the ropes, in between two guys kissing. Yeah. I watched the whole thing, and there's been more ads on YouTube that I'm mm. trying to watch a video that after three seconds it was. Oh, what do you got there? Oh, hang on. That yeah. piqued my interest more. Yes. In three seconds, they H Town. They did it in three seconds. Yeah. They were able to at least. Okay, I'll keep watching. I, this was a almost. A, this is a, This is a. I was hate watching this almost. Uh, but anyway, like I said, that you know, so these guys are complete nobodies. Uh, the Shakur Stevens can barely speak English. The other guy, Oscar Valdez, and I, this is a, I'm looking at my guys as a shoot. We're gonna have to take this off YouTube. The other guy, Oscar Valdez, looks like he's 13 years old. Yeah, he looks, he looks so I well. Mean, I, best case scenario, Oscar Valdez gets an upset KO, knocks out Shakur Stevenson, completely embarrasses him, and yeah. maybe gets himself in a serious fatal car crash later on that night. <laughs> Well, maybe no, I might tune in. Like I said, I have to tune in to watch these things. Everyone at the gym talking about. And I had to watch the car crash. That's the sad thing, and I'm not happy to say that. If I knew Oscar Valdez was going to fatally crash his car, you yeah. know, I'd probably drive out to that spot to to watch. Um, yeah, I, no, I would not watch it. And that's kind of what you have to. And, and we hate to say that, but all the freaks and other. Oh probably, yeah, I don't. You think I want that to be the real? No, 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 I'm saying the is. freaks are listening. They're probably shaking their heads already, like agreeing, shaking their heads in agreement that yeah. You know, you watch the fight and you hope, okay, Oscar does get to win, and you know he's gonna get he's gonna get drunk on cervezas. He's gonna think he's fine. Yeah, he's gonna crash his Lamborghini. He's gonna flip it more times than Errol Spence flipped his, <laughs> and then that'll be the end of it. So that's kind of what you're thinking. That was the me. one time Errol Spence kind of touched the mainstream media was when he flipped his fucking Ferrari, uh, like a fucking matchbox car. That was the it was a record. Time. It was a record. Yeah, that was sick. Uh, okay, look, let's talk about something a little positive. Well, hang on. Okay, go I ahead. I haven't even scratched the surface on oh this. Oh, my God. Bit. All right, yeah, we'll bring it home. All right, yeah. No, well, anyway, so, yeah, those, you know, the one guy can't talk. The one guy can't legally drive a car or whatever. Yeah. So, those, that's our big main event. That's Ollie Frazier. And then they yeah. all, they both think it's Ollie Frazier, too, which is disgusting. <laughs> and then uh, uh, Flavor Flay. For Ollie Frazier, if nobody saw and nobody cared. <laughs> you know? Look, yeah. these are Ollie Frazier, and they bring Flavor Flav on there, uh, the, the rapper or the drummer or whatever. Jesus. From Public Enemy. They bring him on there, and they show him, like, who they know, hey, Demetri Kerr Stevenson or whatever. And it's obvious he doesn't know who he is. They just told him, you know, he's a boxer. And then uh, he's like, oh, hey, you know, hey, what's up? And then he's like, yeah, he's never seen you fight before. And he's like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch you Saturday. And, you know, Shakur Stevenson blows him off like, you know, you know, you know, fuck that guy or whatever kind of and disrespectfully blew him off. And I just thought what an awkward reaction. And somehow that makes the final cut because I, I don't know. They maybe get some of those the residual flavor of love fans to watch. I guess that's their hope on that one. Which is yeah. like, that's a good, you know, we're not going to pay money. We're not gonna, I'm not going to pay the extra 200 bucks to get the full billboard, but I'll pay, you know, whatever the, that 200 bucks. I'll, I'll slide it to flavor flavor. Because uh, I know he didn't do that for free, so he can make a cameo. Yeah, uh, some boxer who he's three feet tall. He was he was way bigger than him. Flavor Flav. Well, I bet Shakur is mad because they said, "Hey, we're gonna have to take that fifty bucks off of your 
that's coming from your end. Um, well, no, he's 59 years old, and he, he was way bigger. Anyways, but no, what I'm saying, what made me mad is they were highlighting these undercard fighters, these fucking bums, who, who you know, who, who couldn't yeah. be bothered to, you know, make themselves appear interesting or likable. So I'm asking you, what is their, what, what do you think they were doing from a marketing standpoint? You didn't make them likable. I don't know who they. I don't even. I didn't know. None of them even said their names or where they're from. You didn't give it. You just jo- dove into this as if I'm supposed to know who the what the, the Olympian guy, the the Troy Isley professional bitch. He's a professional bitch. They just. I'm. We're supposed to know who that is. He looks like. Yeah. He looks like the buffest Ethiopian sprinter or whatever. That's what he looks like. And we're just supposed to know <laughs> who that is from the get go. No idea. Then they. Then they bring in. The Nico Ali Walsh guy or Walsh Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X guy, they bring him in and he's doing his little college class. Right, so what are you asking me? That what was going into their minds with this? What, what's going? Yeah, what, what are you? Right. We, what, what is the point of all of this? I don't know. You know, like I say, this is in theory that we're this is supposed to be a, a capitalist society, you know, for profit. But somehow I think we've lost the plot. You know, not to change to pivot completely, but you know me, I'm a big Star Wars head. I'm a, I'm a big lightsaber head. Uh, you know, as we call ourselves, and um, on one of the the new Star Wars movies, right? You know, where it's the 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 ones that are made just very recently. Um, I tried to watch like the first half of the the first new one or whatever, Last Hope or Last Bitch or First Suck, whatever it's called. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And anyways, there's like some uh, there's some long neck kind of, you know, clearly it, 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 she's almost the parody, like the if you, if you come up in your head like, hey, if I say feminazi. You know, if I say, you know, bitch liberal, you know, that image that you come up with in your head, that's what this character was. And she was like the um, I guess she was like the leader of the resistance or something. She's supposed to be the leader of the good guys, you know, and the, the main character. Uh, I, I Yeah, I think so. She has purple hair and a long fucking neck. You just want to choke. But oh, yeah, okay. anyways, you know, she's supposed to be the you didn't say purple hair. But when you said feminine, you said all those things. I was thinking, yeah, some type of colored hair, purple. or blue. Yeah, of course. Of course. It, it's exactly a parody of, of that. So 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 that's her character. And she's like the leader of the good guys. Right. And she has some plan. And like the guy who's supposed to be the new Han Solo or like the new badass or the new rebel guy. He's like, hey, yo, teach. I don't, I don't fucking get the plan. You know, I don't, I don't fucking. We can't do it like that. Oh, you know, we gotta fucking. You know, I mean, he's not talking like that, obviously. Okay. But anyways, the 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 feminazi, the 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 feminazi, the liberal bitch uh, woman, her line literally was like, um, you just need to be quiet and listen. And uh, that was like pretty much the the plot line that they were going with. And then it turns out she was right, I, I guess, like her stupid plan worked. And then she was like, yeah, you need to learn a little humility or whatever. But it, it was just like, well, who is this for? Are, were we supposed to, uh, to to root on like the mean teacher? Were we supposed to root for that? Or are we supposed to cheer when the new Han Solo gets shit on by the feminazi? Did she own him? Did she slay him? What are we going? Are you trying to sell action figures of her or action figures of him? Yeah, you think exactly. kids are going to want the feminazi bitch purple hair action figure? Or are they going to want the new pilot guy who's supposed to be a, a, a wild card? You know, so what's the purpose of these scenes? And I, I think it must be obviously it's probably not the same producers, but they're drinking the same Kool-Aid and it's rampant everywhere. The, the profits have went out the window. Go look at the new Star Wars toys and half of them are like fat POC people. You know, it's like a fat, chubby Asian girl. She's the new Han Solo and and the purple hair feminazi bitch. That's the new Luke Skywalker. You know, and the new Darth Vader is like a fat black woman. You know, it's like we've moved beyond for profit. 
like I said, I don't think that it's exactly the same people that are making this Shakur Stevenson documentary or whatever, but it's certainly of the same elk. Yeah, whatever's yeah, infected I, that has infected this. Yeah, and I yeah, and that, and so, yeah, I don't know who it's for, you know. And like I said, the way to, that's what I'm saying. I don't know what your plan. You're not making new stars. You oh, you went into this documentary assuming we know who these people are. Like it's fucking the Undertaker and Triple H. Like oh, you you yeah. know that's fucking it's Nika, it's Muhammad Ali's grandson. You know him, and it's like no, I've never oh. never seen this guy before. And that's what I'm saying. And then to make it even more, they show. That, that guy is a piece of shit. He's maybe 1% as white as the driven snow. He just converted to Muslimism or whatever because, I don't know, they said, hey, you'll make 15 more bucks per show if you, you come out wearing a do-rag <laughs> or whatever. So he did it. He didn't give a shit. He, I'll do it. He probably didn't believe in anything anyway. So now he's a Muslim. And they showed him graduating college. And they Who's this? Him, this is Muhammad Ali's fucking, fucking little piece of shit fake. Uh, I'm going to do the air quotes grandson. I want the ancestral.com. Oh, is he on. fighting on the undercard? He's fighting on the undercard. And oh, he okay, got to okay. be in the documentary. They did a whole little spot on him like he's some badass. He looks like a fucking dork. Uh, he does. The he looks like a skinny riffraff, right? For the tattoos or anything interesting. Yeah, he looks like he looks like riffraff. Riffraff would beat the shit out of this guy. Yeah, he looks <laughs> it looks like riffraff if he could fight even less. And riffraff is and without like all that. the gimmicks that made him entertaining. Without the hair from the tattoos, yeah. They made him interesting, yeah. And Riff Raff had some size, at least. This guy's a regular. This guy's made my All right, well, look, I don't want to talk. But they show this guy driving, and he goes to his nice house. He's all rich, and he just says he loves He's already rich from boxing. (laughs) He's rich from fucking. He's all, yeah, he's generationally rich from boxing. And about how, you know, Muslim people had a long struggle. Oh, God. My granddaddy was black. This guy's as white as it comes. And his dad was a general in the army. Uh, Apparently, four-star general, some, some cuck. Who lets his son parade around like this, uh, talking about black culture as white as the Irish as I've ever seen? Hey, something's going on with your. You're making your mic real staticky. It's real yeah, harsh. I, no, I'm just. I'm screaming that loud. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, it is. Dad, some fucking fake general or whatever makes it really makes me want to. Def- I mean, I'll never defend this country as long as people are like. Yeah, that. yeah, it definitely makes you uh, the the feel that the, the, the you know. Yeah. And speaking of, I'm I'm gonna pivot a little bit and start we'll talking. Get about- off of this. We'll get off of this. I'm just saying, you know, fuck them. We'll watch no, that's exactly what you said is what I want to pivot on because you, okay. you touch on something that is really important. Hopefully they all die. It's all, hopefully they all die, and I would say it was a good paper. The freaks are not in agreement, but yeah. you, you said something important there. You said that this is America, and you'll never fight for America with these kinds of people here. And that makes you do – I do really want to pivot now because that is something I've been wanting to say in this show for years, and I bit my tongue. I don't know why because I've said much worse shit. But for this, I bit my tongue. You look at the, those two shitters, Top Flight in AEW, the, the little gay wrestling show on TNT. Look yeah. at Top Flight. They're two black guys, but they're almost raceless. Uh, <laughs> they have orange afros and f- white freckles, and they just look like mutts. And you look at them, and I don't think their name should be Top Flight. I think their name should be like the Youth of America, or and they should come out to that POD song, the Children of America, that. or whatever. That's a good song. That POD song was. You love yeah, that. because that that is what Americans look like, you know, these kind of like Steph Curry goblins. Okay. Um, and yeah, I will never fight or die for this country. Yeah, um, yeah. and I'll say this: I'm going to piggyback on what you just said, and I want to make this clear. Then, if the Nico Ali Walsh, if you wanted any more reason not like him, he doesn't look like that. He looks even whiter. I mean, he looks. Yeah, yeah, I've seen him. Think about the whitest person you know. Yes, that's what he looks yeah. like. It's, it's that guy. He looks like that. Uh, so he's that white. He looks no, like that kid no. from Arrested Development. What's his name? With, he looks like him oh, with braids. Yeah, yeah he's like Michael Sarah with braids. Yeah, kind of mixed and got gayer. That's what he looks like. Uh, All right. Uh, I'm no, going to talk about uh, something. Yeah, like you said, I, 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 you know, with people like that, I'll never defend this country. And it's ironic 
No, I would have several years ago. I would have been upset if someone they wouldn't defend this franchise. Yeah, you are the star of Israel. You would have fought for Israel. Uh, yeah, I, I would have been like, yeah, yeah. Well, there's no reason. There's no reason to put that out there. But uh, I'll say, yeah, you know, get the fuck out. You know, if if you're not gonna defend the country, and I was mad that Muhammad Ali defend the country. But you know what? I I would rather go to jail now. And me and him would be sitting in the cell, and I'd look <laughs> at him, and then he would look at me, and he'd say, you know, so kind of we both be laughing like, <laughs> look at this. And he would say to me, you know, me and you are, you know, we're not so different. And then I would tell him, you better, I would tell him, you better scoot, scoot over, you better scoot to the end of the fucking bed. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's funny because you look at those moments, right? You look at you and Ali, Muhammad Ali sitting in that jail cell, you know, and you guys are there for the same reason. You refuse yeah, to fight for this country. And in that, you are very similar. But, 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 you, but, but you don't fight for this country for, for two very different reasons. It's kind of like, you know, if somehow, if Batman and uh, the Joker both ended up in the same prison cell. Uh, you know, they got there for similar reasons, but at the same time, for very different reasons, you yeah, know, yeah. neither had a nine to five, but for, for much different reasons. And I, I look at you, you would be the Batman and Muhammad Ali. He would be the Joker in that scenario um, as, as, in, as in he's a fucking joke. And that's uh, how I, you know, he was a good fighter. And he wouldn't be the greatest boxer of all time, much less in that cell. If he was next I was to just you. about to tell you right there. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, yeah, he, he might've been the greatest. Uh, for that year or whatever the one year he was saying and he might have been yeah not in that cell I would open that cell as the as the guard and I would and I would put the key I would put uh, a Muhammad Ali's key his little his little handcuff or, or he wouldn't be handcuffed because frankly I, I wouldn't need that um to feel secure to feel safe he wouldn't need to be handcuffed no. but I would hold his little key to freedom I say I'd say look at this little Muhammad Ali I got your key to freedom right here and you know what if you can hit if you can just hit me once this is all yours, baby. What do you What do you think about that, Ali? And he wouldn't have the courage to fucking look at me as I said that. That's what kind of guy he is. That's what kind of joke he is. He'd be in jail for a very long time if his key to freedom was okay. Well, you just gotta beat the man sitting next to you. He would be there for a long time. So. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about something good now. And you gotta talk louder. You're coming real low. Um. So Trevor Burbick beat him. That's true. Trevor Burbick did beat him as well as um who's that guy Austin Norton Ken Norton beat him too. You let <laughs> Ken Norton beat you. You got I, you got no respect for me. He also got beat handedly by Leon Spinks. Leon Spinks to get real fight ever third fight ever or whatever. Yeah, he got beat by Leon. Spinks. Yeah, what a bum. Um. So, anyways, good news. Let's talk about NXT 2.0. Um. I tuned in recently. Well, I didn't really tune in, but I, I went to I saw some clips on YouTube. I've worked it into the rotation, and I want to say NXT 2.0 is the best wrestling in years. And I want to say that the collection of slam pigs okay. that they have hired, that they've assembled. Um, it's, are you alone right now? Or are you not alone doing that? No, I'm not alone, but well, I'm not going to. I don't know if anyone knows what that means. But yeah, okay. the collection of slam pigs that they have is truly mesmerizing. It's once in a generation. And at the same time today, they just fired Dakota Kai. And I look at I look at that company and I say, that's somebody. I don't know who's running. I don't know if it's Sean. I don't know if it's Xbox Road Dog. Whoever's running it, they know what they're doing. A tip of the hat. A salute to you, NXT 2.0. Keep doing what you're doing. Dakota Kai wasn't a slam pig? No. I don't, I, she looks he, like a QT cashier. Uh, um, okay. or, or what's that place? There's some gas station. Insert local gas station. Yeah, yeah, quick, quick trips. Trip, snacker. We got one place got here called Snackers. Yeah, she's like know. a Snackers cashier. <laughs> snackers cashier. 
Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. Well, so what think much. about that? What think about NXT's current uh, assembling of uh, well, dude, honestly, I, I Not only do I not know what any of them look like, I don't even know what Dakota, Dakota Kai or Kai Kota or whatever. I don't know what the fuck she I th- She wears baseball jerseys and knee braces or whatever. I don't know. But I okay. saw some pictures. Did not. Honestly, don't know what she looks like. She has pink hair or something. I guess they uh, all sounds do. Sounds gross. For some reason, women wearing knee braces or any type of protective, personal protective equipment, that really is a big turnoff to me because you, <laughs> you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be able to exert you know you shouldn't be putting that type of force on your body that you need some sort of bracing. So I think she wore Stone Cold Steve Austin knee braces, and uh, I didn't like that because it makes me think, oh, her knee's defective. But if I because you know it's all driven by an idea to procreate. That's the whole point. And then I yeah. think, well, I want to procreate with her because maybe our kids will have the degenerate knees that she has. Yeah, yeah. So, very bad look. Look, if you can't, if you have your knees fucking hurt, then you better just work a slower style. You better do a lot more fucking pandering to the crowd or something like that. You don't need knee braces. So I think, uh, if I, and I could, it'd be funny if I'm doing this and she wasn't one wearing knee braces, but uh, if I'm sure she, I think she was. And uh, even if she wasn't, I remember her wearing them. She, uh, you're talking a lot about somebody you claim you don't know what it looks like. I, well, it was Dakota. Who was she rivals with? Dakota Kai. Oh, did I don't fucking know Chelsea um, Green or some other? No, lady. she was rivals, I think, with um, the girl who was Johnny Gargano's husband or whatever. Yeah, okay, one of them. Yeah, so I don't know if it's her or the other girl, but one of them wore knee braces and fuck that. All right, I, I'm not talking about fucking Dakota Kai anymore. It wasn't the point. The point was the slam pigs. The, well, who's the, hot on that show? I don't even know. Uh, type in Nikita Lyons. That's a, oh, okay, got a bright yeah, future. Okay. I forgot about that one, buddy. That's now that's quickly, and she's a rookie in the game. She's new in the game, but she's got. I'm earmarking her right now for you know Roy Jones level, John Jones level. And it would legitimately easily defeat uh, the elite undisputed or whatever they're called, the elite era in a fight in a shoot fight. Any one <laughs> of the three. She's way now that we were joking off camera about this or off recording earlier. She's way bigger than yeah. She's six six three ten. She's easily she's easily two hundred ten pounds. She looks like to me. She looks like a Godzilla body type. You know, like oh, it's uh, perfect. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, big whatever, respect to that. Uh, whatever good job, Road Dog. Whatever, whoever's doing it. No working size that they say Adam Cole is. I know Adam Cole is one hundred thirty five pounds. Yeah, but whatever or smaller, even smaller. Whatever size he shoot or working, say they bill him as, that's what she shoot is. I think she could beat him legitimately in a fight. And apparently she's like an MMA fighter or some shit. Well, they all say they are. What does that even mean? All right. Um, so so look, that's the that's the tippity top of the mountain, right? Let's go down to the bottom, the deepest valley of women's wrestling. And I want to talk about two people real quick. Oh, and um, Mandy Rose, too. You forgot about Mandy Rose. I wouldn't call her a slam pig, but yeah, she does. She yeah, well, that, that has a negative connotation to it. I don't know why you do that one, but yeah, I don't think any of them are slam pigs necessarily. <laughs> Is it, yeah, I guess I do use it in a negative way, but uh, negative I, 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 I say it as a term of endearment. Way. It depends who I'm saying it about. Yeah, yeah, it's context, I guess. Yeah, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was the tippity top. Let's talk about the deepest valleys and um, two um women uh joggers wrestlers oh. have been released from their companies i'm talking about ember sky and um who was the other one ember moon you mean okay ember moon and big swole both oh, big been... swole sucks. Ember yeah. moon, not bad uh, so big I like swole it. i, I want to say so she's back to wrestling for hot dogs and handshakes she made a return at some place that literally had i'm not exaggerating about 12 people <laughs> 
Well, um, how much are they supposed to have? I mean, that's that's, that's well, yeah, but it was in like a gymnasium during the day. There's no lighting, and her song is like going on, and she has like her full on gear. I mean, the gear is more expensive than anything, and uh, she's kind of like rocking. Hell like, oh, yeah, I'm glad to be back. You know, doing her little whatever. But she's back to wrestling for hot dogs and handshakes. I want to hear what think about that. And I also want to say, just as a side note, did you know she shits herself? And that's the reason Tony Khan couldn't trust her on TNT because scat or Beautiful. shit, piss, any of that kind of stuff on TV would not go over well with the execs. And she was yeah, that'll, get you, that'll get your show taken off the air. Taken off the air real quick. Um, so what do you think about that? About Big Shul wrestling for hot dogs and handshakes and shitting herself on well, the shitting matches? Well, disgusting. I didn't know that. that yeah, she has Crohn's. <laughs> and she talks know. about it. You shouldn't. You shouldn't be allowed. And she's to the and she's the boyfriend of Matthew Perry or whoever the guy is in um, um, Undisputed Business or whatever the big business group is in a WWE. There's a oh. it's Biggie, it's Big Lee. Um, I don't know. I know Tyson Tomko or what's the black guy? He dresses oh, as Black Brian, Panther now. MVP. MVP. MVP is the manager. It's like Tyson Tomko. Bobby Lashley. Oh, Bobby no. Lashley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alexander. Yeah, hurt hurt business. Well, which one is she dating? Uh, Cedric Alexander. She's uh, the, his. She's the boyfriend of Cedric Alexander, or, or the husband, huh? She shits on him. I don't know. They had. She didn't say specifically she shits on him, but she shits in matches. Inadvertently, she could have shit on. Yeah, if pump. anything is a high kind of pressure kind of bump, if you bump into her hard, or hug her hard, squeeze her hard, she will shit. You she know, is. she shouldn't be allowed to live. You think I'm joking right now? And that's not a joke. Anybody well, want to type in big swole Crohn's or big swole shitting herself? And well, look, find... and I'm not saying, and I'm not. You draw whatever conclusions you want. You draw. Don't think I'm saying something because I'm just. This is conjecture. That's really all it is. But you think about an ape or a monkey, and they're kind of free willing with their feces, and a lot of times I don't yeah. think they can control it, and it gets out of them. Now you think about. And I'm not saying, <laughs> uh, but you think about her. And ancestrally, how far away she is from that, she's probably closer than some of her contemporaries. She's closer to that than she is like a European. And that's and that's not. I'm not being mean. I mean, I'm just saying. Uh, well, I'm this. I'm the, I'm putting a theory out there. You can, you know, vary. It's up to you. Uh, you want to? I'm not. You know, I'm not saying that's true. Or I would not, say but. she's like. I would say that a dog is closer to what we know as man and woman. So then Big then, Swole is, yeah. So and then Big Swole is kind of like, so if you if you think about that. How don't you think in a way that Cedric Alexander should be in trouble for. <laughs> no, um, no. And that's what I'm saying. Do you think in a way she shouldn't even be held accountable, really? I mean, if a, if a monkey shits his pants, if you, if let's say you put a monkey in a, some denim jeans, you say, hey, yeah. monkey, here's some five. Really Guess nice what? Monkey. You're an exec now. You're a cashier <laughs> now. Yeah. Yeah. Here's, yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah you're, you're an executive now. Here's some $500 slacks. It's a nice suit. We're gonna need you to do this meeting. And the moment, the moment that fine press cashmere, that the moment that silk suit touches his butt, he shits himself. Are <laughs> yeah. you gonna be mad at the monkey for doing? No, that? it's exactly. It's, it's what I've always said. You know, it's like if if you get bit by a dog, right? Is that the fault of the dog, or did you? Or how are you gonna go about that? Are you gonna tell yourself, "Hey, I need that dog not to bite me," or are you gonna tell yourself, "I need to try to not to put myself in a situation where I'm getting bitten by dogs"? At a well, certain point. And I think at a certain point, I think I think I think immediately, unless you're a dog trainer or something, you're going to say, I need to put myself in a position where I'm not well, going to no, fit not, my dogs. I'm saying in this scenario, I think we were more like uh, monkey. And, and I don't mean this in any sort of derogatory way. Monkey train. Tony Khan was a monkey trainer, sort of. And Big Soul <laughs> was a monkey. And I'm not saying I'm saying yeah. instinctively. 
And, you know, he gave her a lot of chances. And look, if, you know, if she keeps shitting herself at a certain point, you're like, I can't get this monkey to stop sh- shitting itself. So then, you know, then you had to fire. Well, that's why JR, he'd always say during matches, he'd always kind of mumble to himself. He'd say, you know, the circus is missing a monkey. You know, and, um, well, I don't know. And, and, uh, and, and, you know, and, I, and I don't think, and, I, and I'll say this, because, you know, I don't know JR, but I don't think he made anything negative by it. Just as we don't mean anything negative by that. We don't mean no. anything negative by JR. It just is. I'm not saying it. my good my good. It my just opinion, is. I like I like monkeys. Uh, uh, it's a zoo and so like slightly more humanoid one. I want to talk about Ember Sky. Yeah, um, and, I, and I, I liked Ember Moon. So yeah, I, so she came from NXT and whatever place I just told you that Big Swole just debuted at, <laughs> she made the place that Ember Sky just wrestled at, it makes that place look like a WrestleMania or SummerSlam. Um, because she was literally Ember Skies or the other girl Ember Skies. It was literally like if you were to clear out my apartment and just put a <laughs> ring in there, a full size fucking ring. It was all cramped. The apron of the ring it fit directly up against the wall. It was almost like this grim toy show matches they used to love. What it was like grim toy show hour, and he would like really wrestle. Oh, those are funny. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, grim toy show. But the, but the but he would actually put on wrestling events. Oh, I didn't know that. No. Yes, you did. You fucking idiot. You watch that shit all the time. But anyways, Grimm's toy show. He he's like actually put on some wrestling shows, That's but crazy. they're literally in like living wrestle, rooms. Them? Yeah, stop it, D-Raz. You've seen all that shit. Don't just stop. Uh, Who are you fooling? Okay, be well, honest. I've never have, but I've been okay. Anyways, yeah, just a little visual. Imagine if you 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 took. I have a um, I have a king size mattress in our bedroom, and it fits, but kind of it's. That's about as big Close, of a, yeah. a bed you could fit in that bedroom. Imagine if you put a full-size wrestling ring in there and the door was the entranceway and you got however many people you could fit around that ring, which is really about three people. Um, that's what the, the crowd was like. That's what the venue was like. The ceiling was right above her head. And, yeah, she did her whole little Amber Sky is Moon, that stupid song that she likes, and she did the flipping stunner on some douchebag. And so, yeah, so she's back full gear wrestling for, and she's fatter than ever. She's gained a lot of weight um, uh, in a short cool. time. So, yeah, she's uh, wrestling for hot dogs and handshakes. What think? What think about both of them? Well, that's, I mean, I said what I thought about the big swole yeah. and big and big props to her. I want her to make it. And I don't want to, I'm a big, I'm a big, big swole fan. I hope she makes it. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, that's what we're all in. You know, that's what we all end up doing. I've certainly fought for my fair share of handshakes and hot dogs. So, you know, it's, it's what we all end up doing. So I got to be honest when, when people are at the top and I'll be, I know most people are going to be honest about this, but I'll be honest when people that I don't like are at the top and then they, as they always do, they end up back at the bottom where they always belong. Yeah. It makes me happy. So I'm happy to hear that both of them are working for handshakes and hot dogs. Cause that's where they should have always been. Yeah, and that was my big deal with, with undertaker coming back. You kept asking, do I want to see undertaker? No, I don't want to see him back on a big stage. Like I told you, I want to see him. Losing squash matches to Scotty Too Hotty well, at the rec center. That is, that is, no, I think you're wrong on that one. That's what we're going to disagree. Right. Well, I, 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 I want to keep it on wrestling. I got one more topic. I'm going to pitch it to you. You got some topics still, right? I, I, I'll come up with something. Okay. Oh, you said you had a list. Was that one fucking thing? It was the Shakur, oh, was the You want to talk about Shakur Stevenson for 45 minutes? And no, Did you forget the Andre Olofsky thing? Oh, that's Okay, yeah, I guess this was two. All right. Uh, so NPR on uh, this is on AEW. Uh, NPR just had a match against uh, against each other in the Bret Hart National Tournament. Uh, Good booking. That's booking one hundred and one right there. Yeah, AEW is doing the Bret Hart National, and so they basically did a move for move copy. Have you seen the highlights? 
of yep. um dash cash versus wilder bowder or <laughs> whatever it was have you seen that the the youtube clips no all right well there's some other autistic channels i watch on youtube and they did a side-by-side comparison of Bret Hart versus Owen Hart. And also Cash and Dash were both wearing Owen Hart panties when they arrested each other. Um, well, anyways, they did a move-for-move copy of the Owen Hart versus Bret Hart match. You know so, what they should have a move-for-move copy of? Well, hold up. Let, 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 hold, hold on to that thought because I, I want to ask this question. All right. They did a move-for-move copy. And I don't get what the point was. I, I don't know what they what reaction are they pandering to Bret Hart himself? You know, is Bret supposed to think, oh, wow, you guys did a short, fat and clumsy version of a match I did 30 years ago. Uh, thanks, I guess. You know, like, what is he supposed to say? Because when, when you watch it, literally, there's a YouTube match that has all the sequences they did right next to Owen and Brett doing it. It's not even fucking close. Don't let Jim Cornette tell you that Dash and Cash are great wrestlers. They look like shit. Really? Oh, everything Every- they, I, I mean, I'm serious. I, I'll send you this video. Owen Hart and Brett blow them out of the fucking water. You watch them do this sequence with Owen and Brett, and it looks like an athletic contest. It looks like they're actually trying to wrestle. And then you watch Dash and Cash, and they're just fucking short. And, and when it's when they're right next to each other, both doing it at the same time, you can see how short and fat they are. Never they're, forget. They're fat. They're fat. And they're, and they're short. They're five six at best. <laughs> And they're clumsy and they no fluidity, no ability to wrestle. These guys wouldn't be fucking jobbers because it wouldn't be believable. So if they were tag teaming and they had to tag team, they wouldn't be jobbers. It would bring down your whole production. That's how bad they were. I just don't know. So we're doing remakes of matches now. That that's the new meta. None, not a tribute, not a callback. Just remake. Just do the fucking match again, the same match. Imagine if Shakur Stevenson and, and Bobo Bobo get in there and they do a remake, a frame by frame remake of Ollie versus Frazier one. Is that cool? Is that based? Is that Basado or is that fucking stupid? That's stupid. Yeah. So so it's the same thing here. Is that where we are now? Uh, fuck the arrival. Um, what did you want to say? So do you think those guys aren't good wrestlers? No, they're like, like dog shit. Don't let Jim Cornette lie to you, everybody. Well, you know what they should have did? They really wanted a challenge. They should have done a shot-for-shot shot remake of the Stone Cold versus Owen Hart rematch. You want to you give some play to Owen Hart. Why don't they do that? They should do the shot-for-shot shot remake of, of shoot breaking each other's necks of pile drivers like uh, Owen Hart did to Stone Cold. That's what they need. I just reached something that I recently never wants to, and, and I'm not saying any, uh, I don't know how many fans we're going to turn off with I think some people like this show and they hear it and they're like, well, I agree with these guys. But I'm sure even then they have to be humans. There's got to be some people we like. And we shit on so many people. Like, you know, that, that shooting on my Well, I just put over. I just put over Owen and Brett. I just said okay, they well, look I'm like about, an athletic well, contest. I'm about to put them down. So okay. that's what I'm saying. So, you know, they must. If you like Bob, they probably like Muhammad Ali. There was no re- there was no reason for us to disrespect him the way we did. And we did that. And I'm about to do the same to Owen Hart. And I just think. Wow, you know, we've got to really be driving away a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, you know, but, you know, we are getting a lot of emails that say otherwise. They say, you know, they've been feeling the same way. So who knows? Yeah. But uh, no, I just saw an email or I got an email from Stone Cold, actually. Okay. And uh, it was an excerpt from his book about uh, what happened to the Owen Hart incident. And uh, I don't know. <laughs> it wasn't he took the time to email you an ex- <laughs> unsolicited an excerpt from his book. <laughs> Did you guys have a conversation? 
we had corresponded before and I okay, you know, okay. asked if I had read his book and I said, you know, Steve, I don't have the time. If you have, can you give me the, just tell me the best chapter of the, maybe a story from the book. That would be much better. Just give me your best story. Try to hook me. And you know, of course, try to read it and all. Yeah, he was, you know, and, I'll, and this is, and I want to be honest with the people out there, and I, I want to, you know, we would be honest when we're on the show. He wanted us to plug the book on, on the show, and I told him that uh, I hadn't read the book, I wasn't comfortable, entirely comfortable with doing that. But if he would, uh, you know, send an, you know, send me a good chapter, or so uh, I'll read it. And I'll be honest, I haven't got around to reading the book, so this isn't a full, full throated and full hearted endorsement of the book. But I'll tell you about this this chapter, right? He read. All right. Uh, and it was about uh, Owen Hart, uh, what happened when Owen Hart broke his neck. And, uh, you know, and he said he wasn't, tra- wasn't trying to be not mean to Owen Hart. He wasn't, uh, tra- you know, because Owen Hart had died or whatever. But he's, in the book, he said that, uh, you know, he said just what happened. And there's no way you can read that and not think, well, Owen Hart's a fucking asshole. Like, there's no way you can read. Because basically what happened, apparently, I don't know if you, you know the whole story behind it. Yeah, I do know. That, yeah, this is how stupid I am. I do know that um, a stone cold alleges that yeah. he told uh, um, Owen Hart backstage, like, "Hey, if you're gonna do the pile driver, um, you need to do the tombstone version." And Owen was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fine, I'll do that." Owen was wanting to do the sit down pile driver and um, from like a twelve to whirl move or or whatever. And Stone Cold said, "You know, listen, son, if you're gonna do it, you need to do the knees version." You know. And um, Owen said, yeah, 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 fine, why not do it? And then he gets out there, and um, Owen goes into business for himself. Like any true star does, (laughs) any true star, you always go into business for yourself, always, always. Always, always. yeah, always. None of that putting, taking one for the boys if you're a star. Talking Michinoku, you got to do whatever Stone Cold asks. But Owen Hart, you know, fuck this green guy. You know, I don't fuck that ECW shit he did. I'm the guy. So Owen um, went in business for himself and he dropped that fat fucking redneck on his neck and, and um, um, shoot broke his neck. Yeah. Well, you, you know, what's crazy is apparently Am I right. That's what happened, right? That's exactly what happened. That's yeah, yeah. exactly what happened. Uh, well, Stone Cold, the big thing was that, you know, Owen wanted to do like an, he was like, I'm going to do, you know, inverted like it would be a tombstone. And Stone Cold say, you know, he alleges and, you know, I guess, you know, he's very flippantly doing it now, I guess, because Owen Hart's dead. So he doesn't feel like, well, who's going to refute this? But uh, he said that, you know, Owen, you know, was going to do a two, like an inverted, like where my our bellies are to each other. And he's like, well, if you do it that way, you know, of course, you know, just physics, you have to land on your knees. You can't land on your ass if we're going belly to belly. And if you're going to go the right way where I can put my shoulder, you know, just the way the bodies are shaped, you know, I can put my shoulder, you know, I don't. Maybe you could go on your ass that way, but if you're gonna go like an inverted pile driver, it has to be tombstone. I don't get why that is either, because I've seen plenty of people do pile drivers like that, and they. Well, no, but most of the times when you see someone fall on their ass, it's when it's their back to their. Yeah, but right, look at the Rakishi driver, dude. He didn't break everybody's fucking uh, neck. Well, he had. Oh, and he would go on his butt, and he would do an inverted style. Kind of. I mean, his looked a lot gayer, I guess, but. Yeah. He, that's how he would do it. Look at all the Japan Japanese guys. They do brain busters and land to do. But they, they next keep, spots on the apron, they get dude. Paralyzed a lot, though. <laughs> a guy just got paralyzed like over and over. They get paralyzed. Yeah. Remember the one guy headbutted himself into a coma? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. For dude, I saw one. Who was it? It was like, uh, who's the guy that was fucking Kenny Omega? That's a part of their angle. Oh, Kodo Ibushi. Yeah, he was a. Uh, he got like dragonfly suplex or whatever is the most dangerous one. He got it done on the apron by like Naito or Tanahashi or whatever. 
and they'll do it. Yeah, they, they they did it on the apron, uh, the hardest part of the ring. You'll you'll know. You'll and, know um, the only part that touched the, of Kota Ibushi that touched the apron was literally his fucking neck. Uh, uh, every the whole body landed uh, somewhere else. And yeah, I, I mean, he completely sawdusted himself. And you know what? Wasn't this crying? I need to take two years off and beat my wife or none of that shit. He I'll gets up and he, and he finishes the match. He finishes a five star match from Dave Meltzer. You know what's funny? The, uh, what I like, and this is what you got to That was a rest spot. And this is what's, and it's kind of bleeding in AEW and American wrestling, which is kind of fun. I kind of think this is a fun way to wrestle, is they'll take not dangerous moves and pretty safe moves and they'll make them dangerous. Do you remember that guy? Uh, uh, his name was like Nintendo Tatsu or something like that. Or, yeah, that's the guy who sucked in the tits on the, I was telling you about last week. Whoa, that was him? I never looked at video. Or Nintendo gonna... Suzuki. Yeah, that's or that's the name Tatsu I gave. Or Yoshi, uh, Yoshi. Oh, Yoshi Tatsu. It'll be Yoshi Subaru. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, was that the guy that was doing the, that? Well, I don't know. Okay. Either way, he uh was taking a Styles Clash from AJ Styles, a move that had previously been hit, you know, thousands of times, probably hundred, at least hundred, <laughs> I'll say hundreds yeah. of times without injury. And you know that's not the Japanese way. And at the last second, he tucks his head uh <laughs> underneath his chest. <laughs> that's <laughs> base, dude. That's that's walking the King's Road. Yeah, that really is. That really is because. You honestly, if you think about it, if I told you just to fall flat on the ground, no, no, I'm not talking about a man's throwing, you know, someone's going to be falling. None of that. Just, I'm just saying, hey, get on your knees and fall forward. But when you're falling forward, tuck your chin into your chest. I mean, you probably injure yourself just doing that. <laughs> and so he tucks his chin into his chest and he, you know, he, broke, he broke his fucking neck right there. He did it for the bit. He did it for forty dollars for the business. Forty dollars. Yeah, I love that. That's called walking the king's road. And you always yeah, make fun of me every week when I say that, but it is based. Well, anyway, so Owen Hart does that to Stone Cold, like he's. So you're saying some people can't hit the inverted power driver on their butt? Is what you're saying? I don't know, <laughs> whatever. Like, uh, like no, I, I, I guess I'm, I'm just, just wrong. I was just saying I've never seen. I'm that sure. Look, I'm sure Cody Ibushi could do it, and, and he'd be just. I'm sure Kenny Omega, uh, you know, who's Corey and Jim Cornette's the worst wrestler of all time. I'm sure he could do it ten times in a row, and he'd be just fine. And Rikishi did do it as well. You're saying? I'm sure the Young Bucks could do a flipping version of that. Uh, um, for whatever reason. and if you look uh, i saw while uh you know it was funny uh, it was an audio message actually stone he, he doesn't like to type uh so he sent me out while he was doing that i actually just for the fun of it i had i went while it was playing i i went on google and googled a still image of that pile driver to look at it and you have you ever seen the still image of like the- yeah his head is nowhere near the mat it doesn't no bullshit dude his head <laughs> when he's fully standing before he even goes to his butt Stone Cold's head's literally from like he's like two inches from the ground, like he's about to get. <laughs> well, so wide, he give one for the people. Walk the King's Road. Yeah, no, he had to do it one time. Kenny yeah. Omega does that ten times a match in the G One. Wrestles every other uh, uh, day. Yeah, well, he's he got his fine. shit. But this is what I thought was funny, and this is what I think you know. You sounds like you're you're going you're going you're turning uh, Owen Hart into a face. You're saying this kind of this you liked him for this. I did, yeah. And that started that got that got that kind of gave Stone Cold a clue when he came back and uh kind of that's when he started his run, you know. Yeah, trust don't trust anybody. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, that's probably why. Well, anyway, what ended up happening was funny. <laughs> I like how that probably Stone Cold thought that that's his big payback. That's his big rib. He's like, yeah, he, he don't trust anybody, you know. And, and like for him, every time he said that, that was like a personal a diss to Owen. You know, like I trusted you, you fucking bitch. You know. <laughs> Yeah, what, instead, what? instead of getting your receipt back, 
you'll just come up with this gay little catchphrase that o- only you will know what it means. <laughs> only you and maybe the other guy. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> he trusted him. You think that. every time he said that, Owen just kind of like, but that son of a bitch, you know? <laughs> I think, oh, I don't know how much longer. I don't know if he was alive <laughs> or not, but uh, if he was around to see it, which anyway, so yeah, he tr- he did trust him. And that was a mistake. So he, he spikes him on his head, yeah. paralyzes him. And then uh, I guess he fucking uh, was all right. That's another thing, you know, he, and that's kind of why I didn't want to endorse the book is, you know, did you break it or did you not break it? Because it seemed like he had a full career after the injury. His career didn't start taking off till afterwards. Well, you know what's crazy is like, I don't know how long, like Stone Cold's whole like WWE run was like, what, six, seven years. And it's like, you look at Roman Reigns and he's already been in like WWE for like 12 years or some shit. Like I saw some like YouTube shit today and it was like, this was a decade ago. And it was like, Sean Rollins versus who was it? Um, I don't know. He almost lost to somebody and it was a big deal. But anyways, it's like, dude, all of these guys have already had like triple the like Roman Reigns has been in the WWE like way longer than the Rock and Stone Cold have combined already. Yeah, that's what I think. You know, you think about the Rock as being a really good team. You know, his longest title reign was like 70 days. And uh that's, that's like, funny. Was, was that really like that? Yeah, his longest title reign ever. And it's actually his longest title reign was the uh was the last one that he had against John Cena or whatever. Really? That was, That's that funny. Was, it was like it was only like 75 days or some shit. And it was, yeah, because apparently, and I didn't I obviously don't remember any of this, but maybe you do, but yeah, it was talking about like it didn't the attitude era, like the they saw picked one year, like 99 or whatever. Like the title belt changed hands 29 times. I was like, fuck, that's like three times a month, dude. That's <laughs> fucking crazy. All right, I want to ask you real quick. So, what? so well, it was just, all right, well, we'll get back to it. Oh no, no, go ahead, finish what you wanted to. I, yeah, I, so, I know he had more to that. Yeah, well, so Stone Cold said that, uh, you know, he, he spikes him on his head and paralyzes him. You're still telling this story? <laughs> well, it's not done. I never got done. It's kind, I can kind finish of, it. All right. I'm in the middle of it, really. But anyway, like I said, I don't know if he was injured or not. What Did he really get an injury? or Just go, just tell it. No more segues. <laughs> well, anyway, so he has to figure out some way. So he does a roll-up. And then uh, in the book, he says that, you know, what really, I thought it was over. One, two, three, it was over. He's like, it wasn't. Owen Hart kicks out right at three. And this is what it says in the book. He's like, why? He's like, to make himself look strong. Like, I barely beat him. It hurt like hell. And so that was kind of an extra receipt for the break of the neck. He kicks out, like, you know, kicks out and uh, I guess broke his neck further. And then uh, Stone Cold had to get the surgery. And he said, you know, Owen Hart never called me one time. He said he never called me, never said sorry, never said nothing. He's like, and I had insult to injury. He was like, uh, while I'm sitting at home with my, you know, neck fused, uh, he was like, they started making shirts called Owen 316, and the back says, I just broke your neck. And he was like, and I didn't get a dime. He's like, I didn't get a dime for the royalties on those shirts. He sounds like Stone Cold to Mark. <laughs> no, no, that does seem funny that they, it was one thing after another. That I, just I like broke. how Owen just disregarded him as nothing. Like, oh, what do you think I'm really did, bro, yeah, yeah, I just made him. I just made him <laughs> famous, you know? But he really did break his neck. So that's what I think is crazy about it. Uh, I really, I just killed your kid or whatever. I might as well just said some shit like that. <laughs> I just fucking. You know, that's pretty base, dude. That is making me a fan of Owen. You big Owen Hart fan, huh? All right, uh, well, I'll take it back. If anyone's an Owen Hart fan, you know that's freak approved. Then I'm a Stone Cold fan too, but I'm not gonna in this drama in this I'm saga. A- I'm I'm more pro Owens. I'm on the Stone Cold side of things, and then you know Owen Hart did tragically die several years later. And Stone Cold said that was unfortunate. And that's all he said about unfortunate. it. Unfortunate. That was unfortunate. And he yeah. said that he's, I'm sorry for his family and his kids and Owen Hart. You know, he's like, but, you know, 
He, he did break my fucking neck. I don't know how. He didn't say this, but I, in the subtext it was, I don't know how sad I'm supposed to be that the guy who almost killed me died. So, you know, I don't know. But, uh, you know. He said that no one should have died that way. But if someone was going to die, that was a horrible should've way. Should have been no one. But if someone <laughs> was going to die. And that subtext, again, I'm just reading in between the lines there. But And that one's for free, uh, Steve. I'll tell him right now. He's probably listening. That one is for free. You don't have to worry about that one. But if uh, any, any further plugs about that book, we're going to need some. We need enough plugs of a stupid beer on WrestleMania. Um, I want. I want to say this. Um, you tried that beer? Huh? No, I'd like to though. I'd like to. I'd like to. Yeah, I'd like. To. I'm not a beer drinker, but I would definitely like to try it. Um, I, I want to say this real quick about Jim Cornette. He, he has been wrong a lot lately. He's he's really oh, been yeah. missing. And then I will say AEW. No, he hasn't. Well, first of all, he's clearly he's been wrong about Kenny Omega, because uh, uh, AEW has absolutely sucked without Kenny Omega. Uh, I think you now see. I think you now see you you no. w- what you had, and now that he's not there, you see how much it sucks. He was absolutely. Yeah, it sucked with Kenny Omega as well. What are you talking about? No, it sucks. It, no, it was awesome. Daniel Bryan's oh. best match was still against Kenny Omega. Uh, none of that Adam Sage shit. All that shit is gay. Uh, I, I do want to say this. So he, he's clearly wrong right now. He's mad that that the guy Hook. Is going up against Dan Housen. And I, I want to say this the Dan Housen guy, um, he kind of came from nowhere. But uh, th- this is a funny thing. If you go on YouTube's a- or AEW's YouTube channel, there's like some weird little segment they're doing. It's just like a backstage thing, uh, but it's called What's Hey. E- you got to talk into the mic too, dude. Oh, sounds okay. like you're in fucking in the next room. There's some weird little, they got some guy named RJ City. He's like, I guess his gimmick is that he's like a faggot or that he's gay or something. I, I don't know. He's like a gay millennial interviewer, right? He, so he interviews the wrestlers. It's called Hey EW, right? Okay. And uh, they're actually pretty funny. And, and even though he's gay, he's actually more charismatic than all of the instantly more charismatic than whoever he has on the show. Uh, he, he's actually funny in his own way. He'd be like a good cast member on Queer Eye for the straight guy. He looks like kind of one of those guys. Okay. But he's doing his job. Well, he has a clue. The other funny thing about the visual of this guy is he's clearly about 6'3 or 6'4, and he's muscular. Oh, uh, and, and he looks really effeminate. He has long hair. Like I said, he looks exactly like he would fit in on Queer Eye for the straight guy. So that kind of gives you the visual, right? Uh, you keep bringing that show up. Like I know. Yeah, I guess. You've never. They, it was a really popular show, show for a while. I don't know. the any, any, You don't need any, to know. I don't know the names. I, I'm saying he looks like he would I be. Now I know you're I'm fucking. saying he looks like he would be a good fit on that show as one of the I'm queer saying guys. I'm saying reference you would make unless you knew very well what that is. Yeah, I, I, I know what some of the original cast members look like. Yeah, I don't know what their names are, but I, I, I know the wine guy. There was, he's like the wine connoisseur. Remember him? Uh, there's like the one. Yeah, you, we can, you're barely registering on that fucking mic. Well, who else did you know? Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, yeah. Who else I knew? I knew like the one, the main gay guy uh, who was like just the biggest fag and that those are the two ones I remember. But anyways, he would have fit right in with them. But but the funny thing is, is he'll be interviewing like Eddie Kingston or whatever, and he towers over Eddie Kingston, has a much better physique. And then like <laughs> on the next segment, he'll interview Adam Cole, and he blows him out of the water. I mean, really, he has the best physique out of anybody there. But he's portraying himself like an effeminate little twat. So it's just funny that that little fag looks more like a wrestler than any of you. You know what's funny? Yeah. Is, uh, you think about a guy like... Well, of course, Adam Small, he's horrible. Yeah. You think about a guy like Eddie Kingston, horrible physique, right? Dog horrible. shit. Yeah. 
It's uh, it's honestly, it doesn't even register as that bad, though, right? It doesn't register as all. No, that he does look pretty bad, even on the show. I think he looks pretty bad. Okay, well, they all look fucking horrible. Okay, think about yeah. a guy like uh, uh, that Adam Sage or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Ethan Ethan Sage or whatever, the champion. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He uh, his physique registers not that bad, right? Sure. Yeah. 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 It's it's not great. I'm this sure. guy blow him out of the water. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. But on the TV, his physique is shitty. He's a dog. Yeah, shit. yeah. He looks like fucking. This is he a has Dominique Cruz shoulders. They're incredibly narrow. Dominique Cruz shoulders, and then he has a Jason Genova build. I mean, he looks like Jason Genova <laughs> blowing out of but, water. But all right, so like, so on the show, right? Is, we're talking about Stone right. Cold, and you remember Stone Cold as having, you know, you don't remember him for his physique, do you? Yeah, but I'm shocked when I go back and watch what he looked right. like, and I see, it's yeah, shocking. it's shocking. Yeah, you look. He like, oh he's thick, God. solid, and tight. Stacked. Yeah, dude, buff. He's yeah. got like huge muscles. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, that dude's fucking. But he quick. didn't stand out. Yeah, he didn't stand out. Now, if you see him today, he would look like the ultimate. Well, well like Billy Gunn. That's he was a skinny mid Carter in WWF, <laughs> and he looks like fucking Kane. Wow. Yeah, he looks like a fucking freak now. Well, anyway, so you got this this queer right? He has a show called Hey EW, and uh, he had Dan Housen on as a guest. And I don't know what it is, but the Dan Housen guy is funny. <laughs> like, I'm not saying he has a place on a wrestling show. Not but as a character, before. hearing him talk, he is funny. And uh, gimmick, I guess even Jim Cornette, like was said many times, yeah, he, he does. He finds the character funny. Well, anyways, uh, this this little queer guy, like they're, they're sitting on the set and he has this little like when the interview starts, he clicks this uh, little light and it's the, uh, you know, live light or whatever. He turns it on. Well, when he turned it on, Dan Housen was like, stop that, stop that. And he turned it off. And then the guy was like, no, we're doing the show. It has to be on. And when he did it, Dan Housen turned it off again. And he said, you're wasting electricity. <laughs> so that line, the way he delivered it was possibly more dimes than anything in the pro wrestling universe sitting in a microphone in a long time. It was actually hilarious. So that, that line got, got over with me, that very simple, you're wasting electricity. He turned it off again. Uh, that it, 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 it actually really popped me. I popped. And I was like, you know, this Dan Housen guy is pretty fucking funny. And, uh, so then I saw this confrontation with Hook or whatever that he had. And Jim Cornette's already railed. He's completely wrong about this, too. And uh, he's mad that Hook is being sandwiched with this Dan Housen guy. Right. Mm-hmm. He's completely wrong about it. First of all, they're the same size. Right? That's the one thing I'll say. Here's the one thing Jim Cornette doesn't understand is Hook in a world of bad physiques. Hook still looks like a child next to all of them. Hook next to Ethan Page looks like his baby nephew. <laughs> Hook looks like a middle school. I, I get it. He, he's attractive. The ladies love him, whatever, I guess. I'm not denying that he has a look. I'm not denying he's going about the right way, but he looks like a child. He's the Taz. He's Taz's height and about a third of his body weight. Yeah, he's not. He doesn't Taz, work. Taz was thick. And this Taz was not- thick and it only worked with like the certain aura portrayal. You, you know, like he didn't go far in WWF. He could have went further, but there's a lot of smoke and mirrors. It's not going to work with fucking hook and Jim Cornette just doesn't get it. Him pairing up with Dan Housen is hilarious. It's the right way to go. It's the only way that hook can even look fearsome is by putting him up next to a guy of Dan Housen. That's the first guy he looks like whose ass he could kick. It's absolutely ridiculous to have hook going over guys like QT Marshall, who is the next rock by most industry insiders will tell you that QT Marshall is the next rock is the um, next rock. He's already like 45. He's the next rock. And uh, what, what I'm saying is Jim Cornette, just like FDR, he's he's saying that those guys are the best wrestlers. They're actually the worst wrestlers. They wouldn't even be allowed to be jobbers 30 years ago. Hook 
is great in a little vacuum. And the only guys allowed in that vacuum are guys like Dan Housen. And I don't think he should squash Dan Housen. I think Dan Housen is better on the mic. I think Dan uh-huh. Housen should go over or they should look even, be even booking. <laughs> okay, even booking thing is ridiculous. I was with you until, okay, there's no why. You think, why, why, why should he squash Dan Housen? Dan Housen's not even really a wrestler, it seems like. No, the Hook doesn't look like a wrestler. Hook isn't in any other era, but right now he's not a wrestler either. I agree. But Dan Housen at least has a gimmick. He's putting people under spells. It's like a Papa Shango. He's like a funny, he's like a dimes version of Papa Shango. He's doing witchcraft and wizardry. I agree. That kind of, that, that's his way to combat. You know, you don't. That okay, yeah, any era, but now. But you got to think that's the era we're in now. Like, that's the era. You got to think Jake Paul in the 1960s. And you said this in the 1960s would be world champion. In I the didn't 1960s. say that. What did you say? I said then? people said that. Okay. You didn't say that? No, I disagree with that. Okay. All right. Well, you see, I mean, everyone hears the show and you see the kind of guy you're dealing with. What well, he, he is going to blatantly lie about that. No, you know, D-Raz doesn't want to admit that Jim Cornette, he is out of touch. The show has sucked since Kenny Omega hasn't been there. And the Dan Housen is really, he is the Shawn Michaels to Hook's Bret Hart. That is the only guy Shawn that Michael so far is believable. Unless you bring back James Ellsworth, that's another guy that could kind of, <laughs> Hook could kind of go over him. But I'm not convinced that Hook should go over Dan Housen. And he's not as small as Dan Housen. Dan Housen. Dude, they were the same size. Dan Housen is two inches taller, but I'll give that I'll give that Hook has more body mass. Oh, um, that's all right. Well, we'll see. We'll see when they wrestle. I don't. I, you know what's crazy is I think the way you're talking, they really might book it that way, which is what's upsetting. Oh, it's they, gonna be. It has to be competitive, and they'll what probably. What does have, that do for anybody that makes? The hook guy who could be a star, not a star. That, it, to me, it's like you're saying, oh, I really think that uh, two cold Scorpio shouldn't be, you know, he shouldn't be booked to be competitive against Hornswoggle, you know, because then who, what, what else about Hornswoggle's future opponents? That, that, that's kind of what you're saying not, to me. That's how it's registering. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm, all right. No, all right. No, Mini and Viscera, he shouldn't lose so easily to, uh, <laughs> to Mini Vader. You know, because we can get a lot of mileage out of that gimmick in the future. Well, Dan House is not Viscera. Dan House is not Ethan Page or whoever else you say. It was too cold to <laughs> Look, I'm saying that, yeah, he's not to anybody else. But to Hook, that is Hook's Bret Hart. Or that's Hook's Shawn Michaels. Okay. All right. And uh, Well, I mean, I guess we'll see. But I'm a I think of- that's the modern day. Look, if I could... What, how does that you know that classic you know that classic WrestleMania 17 highlight that's it's the rock and stone cold the classic hype video right yeah how does it start do you know oh with him pushing uh, no 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 what song is playing oh the rock oh the 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 limp biscuits uh, but what what is the first words that are uttered uh in the highlight don't say it. let me is it a, right. is it a song or is it something rock or austin says no no it's it's in the limp biscuit song but it's like oh. When you hear Fred Durst say this word, you know that that's if you just hear that word from Fred Durst in that song, you know that, huh? You know that we're doing rock versus Austin. What? Because he says, like, check out and check. No, it's the special. Oh, yeah. Special. You think you're special. special. Yeah. And that's when you hear that, that's how you know we're getting into rock versus Austin. Oh, that was one of them. Now, why can't we get the guys that did that? Well, hold on. Here's what I'm saying. Picture this. This is the modern-day Rock Austin. 
You see the picture of Dan Housen <laughs> doing a spell. You see the hook, and then Fred Durst sleepily saying, special, special, you think you're special. That is the modern-day Rock versus Austin, Hook versus Dan Housen. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, and they have. They should just leave it and they interject because it's still Jim Ross. So they could, they could interject uh, a couple of, uh, <laughs> like, while they're fighting or whatever, they can interject some. He's gone too far this time. By God, I gotta see them fight. You know, whatever Jim Ross did, and then it goes back to the song. Have you seen that picture of uh, Jim Ross with like the? You know, Jim Ross has like diabetes and cancer and all these like bad things and trucks and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. Speak up. Yeah, cerebral palsy. Yeah, cerebral. Yeah, but he also has like a lot of accidents and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyways, um, you know one of his accidents, he was a. He, you know what a lime scooter is or a bird scooter. Yeah, so you saw that, you know that picture I'm talking about where his face is all bruised up? <laughs> no, I was just making that up. Did he fall? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I didn't know if it was a scooter, but there's a picture going around in Jim Ross where he's just uh, a black eye and half of his face looks like he got shot in the face of a shotgun. It's from a couple years ago. But anyways. Um, he fell on a lime scooter. Yeah, he tripped on a lime scooter. I don't know if he it looks like that. I, I yeah. maybe made that event up. But anyways, people <laughs> took that picture. I manifested it. People took that picture on 4chan and then made it where both sides of his face are like that. <laughs> and uh, here's the, the thread title. This is, by God, life is a never-ending slobber knocker. The suffering has broken me in half. <laughs> <laughs> his anyway. wife died, too, you know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Huh? No, she died, I think. Uh, I think sure. I could be completely wrong. I think she crashed her moped and died. No, I think she got hit by somebody who was riding a lime scooter. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's RP. He's a he's an Oklahoma. Oh no, it was those Philly riders. You know when they ride the ATVs down the street. <laughs> she got hit by a horde of them. That would kill you. Oh, when those, when those black kids ride ATVs down, it's not street legal. What are you gonna do? Arrest all seventeen of them? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going fast. Yeah, she. Got- she got trampled by some ATV. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'll do it. It's that'll for the Rocky it. movie or whatever. That'll do it, yeah. No, that's culture, man. What you understand is that's culture. That is. Could you imagine being a part of that culture? Yeah, I can imagine having to live near it, then it fucking sucks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what did you, all right, I, I'm done. But they're uh, happy, you though. You know, the thing is, they're happy a lot yeah, of times. Yeah, so, so are dogs. Um, <laughs> what, what, did you, what did you want? Do you got anything else? I don't know, man. I feel like we covered a lot, but uh, the only way I haven't talked about Spence versus Ugas, and I just want to say, uh, I, I, I want to say one thing. I want to talk all day about the fight, the Ugas versus Spence fight. It was impressive. Mm-hmm. Spence did look good. I, I'm not calling him Bobo right now. That I, can I change. Good. That can change. The temperature drops in this two room. He might be Bobo again. But right now, as we are, as as we exist, I'm in my lane. I'm happy. I'm focused. I'm feeling myself. I'm uh-huh. looking at who made me rich. My mind is clear. My day is good. He is not Bobo right now. No, he. he, he did I respect great. the performance he put on in that fight. Yeah. And I want to say something. I want to call you out. I'm going to see what kind of man you are. And I think the way you've been acting on this podcast, on the last couple of podcasts, uh, you haven't um, been a man of honor. You've been you've portrayed yourself as a rat. Um, okay. And, and I, I'll say I, I took some just for allowing you to act like that. I'm not calling you out. I take some blame for that, too. Some of that that shit is on me now. So I want to take the, the moment to, to wipe the slate clean 
And I want to say I was wrong and I was wrong for allowing you to say it. Um, okay. This is the right time for Spence versus uh, what Porter. What's the guy's name? Oh, uh, Crawford. Crawford. Now is the right time for Spence versus Crawford. Not before, but now it's not four years too late. Now is the right time. They are at their primed. They are at the peak. We know exactly how good both guys are. Now is the time for the fight more than ever. If it gets oh, so made soon, I'm happy. And so they I'm, were good. They were right to wait. You're saying not for the right reasons, but it turns out that I, I'm not going to say that they were playing 4D chess. I think we just kind of now is the absolute best time for yes. Inadvertently, I now see that this is the best time. I'm not going to say it's by intelligent design, but that is the, I'm reading the room. I'm getting a clue. I took a shower. My mind is clear. I'm in my own space. I'm feeling myself. I'm in my lane. My mind is clear and my day is good. And I see now that this is the right time. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I didn't know Spence had that in him. I, I'm going to agree with you, too, that I, I was very impressed with that fight. And I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to go what you're saying. Like Crawford is 38 years old, however old he is at this point. Uh, but... Uh, Especially on Crawford's and I, I will say Spence needed some more marinating. This fight really did put him into, okay, now I really want to see what he can do against Crawford. Crawford, he's been at his level that he's at. He's been at it for like the last five fights. Like uh, I'm unbothered. I'm moisturized, happy, in my lane, focused, flourishing. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I believe you. I believe you. I'm just saying I think, uh, I think Crawford – uh, could have benefited from having the fight earlier, but yeah, like better late than never. I'm going to watch it, uh, but uh, I'm not going to back off what I said here either earlier. You know, it doesn't matter. These two don't have a fight. I don't care. They're still nobodies. They're not going to be somebodies until they fight each other and one of them dies. And that's, that's the truth. All right. So you're not, so you, are you going to say you were wrong? No, I wasn't wrong. And I don't think the freaks think I was wrong. I still mean that. Look, uh, I don't know why you think that. I don't know, can you elaborate why you can? Can you step that out for a little bit? Tell us why you think that this is the right time for the, them to be fighting, not earlier. Right now, my mind is right. I'm clear. I'm focused. I'm refreshed. I'm unbothered. I'm moisturized. I'm happy. I'm in my uh-huh. lane. I'm focused. I'm flourishing. And you guys see what he's doing. I mean, you see that it doesn't make a lot of sense because, uh, look, uh, you look at Crawford's last five fights. Did he? You know, I guess the Porter fight, fine. But save for the Porter fight, save for the this Ugas fight. Look, did you need to see Spence fight Danny Garcia? No. Did you need to see him fight? I don't know who the fuck he fought before that. Mikey Garcia? No, none of those, none of those matter to me. Uh, same thing with uh, Crawford, the the Mean Machine or whatever, whoever he fought. That was a worthless fight. The Kell Brook fight was a worthless fight. Uh, the All of the fights he's had at Welterweight have basically been worthless fights. I guess except for Porter. Looking outside, I'm feeling good. I'm looking good. The weather is nice, and it feels just right in here. I got a cold drink in my hand, and I am focused. I'm in my lane. I'm unbothered. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. My mind is clear. I now know, having having watched Spence fight Ugas, I now know what he is. I, I, I have been reminded. It's clear to me. I see it. There is nothing else. It's just him and his skill. And I look at Crawford, and I remember how he performed against Porter. And I think in my current state, I'm happy. My mind is clear. I'm thinking clearly for the first time in a long time. And I'm looking at Spence, and I know how good he is. 
And I'm thinking about the two next to each other in that room. And I'm seeing where they're at in their life. And I'm seeing that these guys like me, they're also focused. They're happy. They're in their lane. Now is the time more than any other. This is the time for the fight. And it is right. And I, I'm giving you one final chance um, to to just turn your story around. Because the way you, you've been heading, and I, I can, from my place of peace, I can say that. Um it's not looking good. No, no, nobody's happy. Everybody's disappointed in you. You've been bringing the show down for months now and uh, giving you an opportunity, one final chance uh, to rewrite some of your wrongs. Uh, I, I don't know if I've been wrong or not, but I, I'm going to take the opportunity to do that and I apologize for what I said. Uh, and it, it's only because I don't know. You know, I think I don't lose anything. It's a, you know, there's no, I don't lose anything by taking the opportunity to apologize. <laughs> So uh, I <laughs> it's always a sincere apology when you uh when you really uh, uh segue into it by saying you have nothing to lose with an apology it doesn't change anything for you. So worst case scenario, it's just you know I'm in the same spot. It's a lateral move, and best case scenario, you know I bring some people back in the fold for apologizing. So I'm going to apologize. I do, you know, I apologize. I, I apologize for saying it was the wrong time. It, it's the right time. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, there it is. I think uh, a lot of the freaks out there can breathe a sigh of relief, and I, I, I think all it's. Not, right. you know, I, I think all is right in the world. Uh, everybody's feeling good. They're feeling nice. They're feeling refreshed. And I think it's nothing but firm handshakes all around. Everybody's looking you in the eye, and they're giving you a tip of the hat. And a lot of people, not me, not me. A lot of people are saying, "Welcome back." Uh, me, I've heard this before, um, <laughs> but I don't want to. I'm not going to yeah, spoil it for anybody. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody where this is going. Well, you said a minute ago you were giving me a chance. Uh, it kind of doesn't seem like you're giving me a chance, but with that comment, but uh, it's fine. You know, you'll, you, I'll prove you wrong. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, look, there, there's a there's a great UFC uh, coming up. Just I, I think next weekend, uh, not this weekend, yeah, but, but next weekend, and. Oh yeah, that's a good. One. It's it's a, it's a kind of I don't want to talk about the fights because they don't matter, um, but um, I, I do want to say it's a uh, kind of a mix. I don't want to think about too much because I'm feeling so good right now. I don't want to think about that, but it does seem like a fight where, where we're not going to have a lot of time for the buffet. I'll say that for the freaks. Uh, several fights too. Chandler boy, Chandler's fight. I don't think I don't think there's a, I I don't I don't think there is a buffet that night. I mean, there's no time. Unfortunately, I don't know if there's any girl fight, there might be a girl fight. On it's Nama Yunus, it's Rose oh, okay. going up against Carla Esparza. It's a rematch. That's a rematch. Yeah. It's a rematch of a fight she lost. And I'm looking at the odds. Let me see what these odds are. Oh, the odds got Rose. That's because that was a long time ago. I remember that fight. Yeah. Um. What's that? What's this bitch's name? Rose. <laughs> Rose Nama Yunus. Uh, no, the other one. Okay. Oh. Look at these odds. Look at these odds. OK, you're not going to believe this, but this is why this is a buffet fight. I mean, you can't. No, I'm saying you can't go to the buffet. Yeah. Rose Namajunas is at negative 190. Oh, wow. Really? Plus 155 for Esparza. I will say Esparza has won like eight fights in a row, but she fucking sucks, dude. She should get her. The, ass I, isn't this a crazy aren't those crazy odds that you can actually make good money on Rose winning? Rose is what again? Negative 190. Oh, wow. That's not bad. For how shitty Esparza is? Yeah, she's going to beat the shit out of Esparza. Well, then I think, when's the last time Nami Yunus even fought anybody that even tried to take her down? That's all Esparza is going to do again. When is the last time she even fought somebody who was going? So I say, 
you bet on Esparza. You think so? I think so. No, but no. it's also crazy because you you think why would you not bet on Mama Yunus, especially at negative one ninety is absurd for how good she is. She's like a plus six hundred favorite. Is she gonna fuck her up? I would think. But, yeah, so I don't know. That's an intriguing fight, man. So yeah, look. Your odds. I mean, I guess it's weeks away. So it's weeks away. So well, I mean, it's literally two weeks. Fashion, what we do is we will talk about it now, and we'll have two more episodes before the fight. And in both of those episodes, we won't talk about it. No because, way we're going to have two more episodes before this fight. Well, we might have one before that airs, and we probably won't talk about it. You think now. we'll have another episode in a week from now? Is it, uh, I don't know. You know the, these. That would be the last opportunity. These days where I, I get the place to myself. Uh, okay. All right. They're going to be less and less. As- well, look, if, if, if D-Raz is ready, H-Town is ready to go. Um, okay. Look, we will see. Uh, before we get out, let's get, get give the freaks a heat check. You've been lying to everybody for a long time when it comes. Oh, to- also, are you excited about the Katie Taylor versus Amanda Serrano? Like- no, I don't care. I don't care. Okay, right. I don't know who they are. I don't care. Okay. Well, I don't. I'm, I'm in a good mood right now. The weather is right. I'm, I'm feeling myself in my lane. I'm focused. That's the last thing I want to let into my bubble right now. Is fucking nah, nah, Katie I'm- Serrano. I'm getting hot even thinking about that. You'd bring that up. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. is. No, I don't want to talk about that. Well, I don't well, want to know what happened. I don't want to know that it's happening. I don't want to. I don't want to a week later know that it happened. Liam Smith or whatever his name is, Liam Smith and Jesse Vargas are going to be. Uh, I don't know why you're you trying to get me in a bad mood. I don't want to no, think about that. No, but they're on either. the undercard for that. Would you even agree? Would you be proud of me if I was on the undercard of that? They're on that under. They're on their undercard. They're opening this. They're they're jerking the curtain for them. Yeah, I, 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 in a way, it's it's dirty. It's dirty work, but somebody has to do it. Somebody has to get those people happy. That's I feel so bad for anybody in that audience who got conned. And then I almost, I almost feel vengeful against them, like in a way that I want retribution against anybody who bought tickets. As in, kind of, you deserve what you get. Uh, so I, I don't know. I'm very conflicted. A lot of negative thought. I don't want to think about that right now. Um, yeah, yeah. The, the catch the freaks up on, on your career. What's going on with you? Uh, no, I've been working hard. Uh, how much do you weigh? About 165. All right. That's good. What are you trying to get to? Uh, before the next fight, ideally I'd like to walk around probably 160 would be good before the next fight. And what is that fight going to be at? Do you think? I think I could get a 147 or maybe something a little bit above that, like 150. Well, you'd want at least 147 because your last fight was at 154. So we don't have enough time for babies, little individual baby increments. Let's get real or get go home. Yeah, 47 then would be good. I, okay. I, I think I can be walking around between uh, now and then. And I cut 15 pounds for the last fight. So if I'm walking around 160, maybe a little bit less, cutting to 147 won't be that bad. Uh, okay. Two pounds less. And it only sounds like two pounds. Believe me, two pounds is a, is a world of difference. When, when is this fight going to be? Give, give the freaks a time. Oh, when do you think it's going to be? It's either the last weekend, weekend in May or the first one in June, which would be June 4th, which that one's looking a little bit more likely than the last weekend in May. But uh, it's one of the other. They haven't settled on a date yet. For one of violence them. was on the menu last time. What's on the menu for this next fight? Oh, uh, Even more violence this time, man. I'm just going to be improving on, on what I did last time. But, uh, you know, uh, last time I was more of a fight with myself, with nerves and, and with all that. And. That's gonna be getting better, eat better every time. And, you know, I think the opponents will be getting better every time as well, but I, I, the outcome won't be changing uh, because, uh, like I said, I, I don't think 
when I hit someone and I, I'm a, when I get on them and I, I unload, like I know I can unload, I don't think it matters how good the p- opponent is. It's just not something you're prepared for. It's not something you'll have ever been prepared for, you know. So uh, I think it's going to be the same. There's going to be more violence on the main. That's what I'm bringing every time is, a, you know, a violent, uh, a disgusting fight. I, I want. I'm, I'm going to pitch it so to you. You didn't know I was going to do this. This is how we're going to end the show this week. We're, we're going to see if D-Raz has it or not. Um, right now out there there's a guy whoever we don't know who he is okay but there's a guy out there who you are going to fight next and that guy knows he's going to have another fight at some point so there's yeah. a nameless faceless guy out there who's training to whoop your ass and he's training from his point of view for the best case scenario of victory a dominant right. victory that's what he's just as you're telling yourself that that's what this guy this nameless faceless guy out there is telling himself you got a message for him. What would you like to say? If you, if you can give him any message, if you could put a little thought in his head, what would it be? Well, I mean, I, I, he's nameless and faceless, so I don't have anything too bad to say to him. But, I, you know, I just think, you know, I almost want to thank him because he's going to be playing a very important role in my career. And I think uh, he's going to he's going to be a part of the next wave of boxing, uh, whether or not he knows it or whether or not he likes his part in history. This is going to be boxing history for him. I'm going to be ushering in a new wave of violence kind of, uh, you know, this is going to be a new era of, of the way people approach fighting. You know, they approach fighting to hurt people and to, to, to really put on a, uh, oh, like a, almost like a sadist or a masochist. That's what these shows, that's the type of shows I want to put on the type of violence that people want to see. They don't want to engage in them themselves, but they, they need to see it. They need an outlet for it. You know, they need to be able to watch it happen. And that's what I'm doing. This guy is kind of like a lamb to the slaughter. So he's playing a very important role. And you know, I thank him for that. But, you know. Yeah. When know. I think about this guy, the, the one word I have for him is run. I think he should run far away. But if he doesn't, if he's man enough to step in that ring, I want to thank him, you know, because he will be a martyr uh, for you. He, he, he like you said, he does have a uh, he does. Quite frankly, he does have a seat at the table uh, because he will. He doesn't know it yet, but he is going to be giving up uh, something very precious near and dear he's going to be uh giving up his safety for you uh, uh you, you know to project your career you know it almost reminds me of if you think one of my favorite cape shit movies right if you think about that classic scene with bane where you first see bane on the plane you know and he has all his little fuck boys around him helping him yeah. and shit and, and and bane is going to crash this plane right and he's, he needs to, he needs to make it look like that agent died on that plane that he pushed out so when they're all descending out of the plane, the last guy, he puts on a shit and Bane says, nah, there needs to be one left. There needs to uh, be a body. There needs to be a body here. And that guy, he looks scared at first, but then he sees his role in the big game and he accepts it and he goes forward and that is brave of him. So uh, if this guy, if he doesn't take my advice and run and he does show up, we want, we do want to thank him for his sacrifice. Yeah. Cause he, he's going to, like I said, he'll be playing a role that uh, is bigger than himself. It's, likely bigger than anything he was ever going to be able to do on his own uh he's going to be a part of something big and it'll hurt uh it'll hurt in the short term and possibly the long term but uh you know i think it'll be worth it i think we'll all be the better for it so I- i'm very excited and, and when the time comes uh, I'm-, I'm gonna make the most of it all right with that said uh, th- i think we gotta get out of here uh maybe we'll see you next week maybe we won't uh with that said uh, you, you know what? Uh, frankly, as I said, I'm so happy. I'm so at peace with myself. I'm in my lane. And I'm flourishing. I'm focused. I think this is it. I, I, I think I, I think the podcast is done. That's well, I'm, every, I, every, 
every time I think this is the last episode and this week is no different. I think we've covered everything. I can't imagine that anything's going to be different next week than it was this week. So, you know, I don't think we'll see them again, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm not going to put the cap back on just yet because, uh, you know, I, I don't know, but, uh, you know, I didn't put the cap back on the milk, but I opened the refrigerator door. Like I'm about to put it back. That's fair. But no, I guess we'll have to see. And with that said, uh, peace out. Bye. Oh, my little girl. All I ever wanted, all I ever needed is here in my